I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, are pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, 
gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors 
so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I was walking far from home, where the names were not burned along the wall. Saw a building. High is heaven, but the door was so small, door was so small, I saw rain clouds, little babies, and a bridge that it tumbled to the ground. I saw sinners making music, and I dreamt of that sound, dreamt of that sound, I was walking far from home. But I carried your letters all the I saw lovers in a window whisper, warn me like time, warn me like time. I saw sickness blooming fruit trees. I saw blood and a bit of it was mine. I saw children in a river. But their lips were still dry, lips were still dry. I was walking far from home, and I found your face mingled in the crowd. Saw a boat fall 
of believers say love talking too loud talking too loud i saw sunlight on the water saw a bird fall like a hammer from the sky an old woman on the speed train she was closing her eyes closing her eyes i saw flowers on a hillside and a million are pissing on the lawn so a prisoner take a pistol and sing join me in song join me in song so a car crash in the country where the prayers run like weeds along the road i saw strangers stealing kisses living only in their clothes only in their clothes so a white dog chase its tail and a pair of hearts carved into a stone i saw kindness and an angel crying take me back home take me back home saw a highway saw an ocean i saw windows in the temple to the lord naked dancers in the city how they spoke for us all spoke for us all i saw loaded linen tables and a motherless coat then it was gone i saw hungry brothers way down with the radio on radio on i was walking far from home where the names were not burned along the wall so a wet road form a circle and it came like a call came like a call from the lord Fuckers to another Patriot Party podcast. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm making with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What up, fuckers? Hmm. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. Oh. Shit, I thought we'd just kick it off with that. Mm. Anyway. So yeah. what about? busy day yeah yeah what'd you do 
I worked all day. I was not in, I haven't seen any news. I haven't seen anything. Probably better that way. Mm -hmm. I was on morning coffee with Vince. Yeah. How'd that go? Again, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah we had a good show. And um, I explained about electroculture and all that good stuff. And then I, uh, you know, started making more antennas, making antennas. It's about all I do now, make antennas because I got about 300 to make. <laughs> It's starting to snowball a little bit. It's okay though. It's all good. Time to recruit the kids. Oh yeah. This is why we have a workforce. Oh yeah. Born and raised. Yep. 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 That's what parents stuff. used to do with the kids. Maybe even the Put kid's girlfriend. Yeah. There you go. You're like, hey. Drag her along. Bring her over on Saturday or Sunday or something and we'll, you know, make antennas. Yeah. But, that'd be, that'd be a, that'd be a killer night. It's all good. You want to go on a date, go to my parents' house and build antennas. <laughs> yeah. Cut wood, sand. It's all good. So, but it rained all day. So I didn't get as quite as much done as I wanted to. And I'm supposed to go to my mom's tomorrow. It's going to be interesting. So you can always push it off another day. I already did that, <laughs> but yeah, I do have to, cause it's, I, I might have to, cause that's priorities. I gotta get orders yeah. out. So. It's kind of, it is what it is. Um, maybe I'll go to her house on Friday. So, especially because I think it's supposed to rain all day again tomorrow. So I can't really go weed at her house if it's raining all day, you know, but it's all good. There is that. We'll figure it out. I think we should smoke early though, because we do that normally when we have guests on Tuesdays, you know, since we only have guests on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Tuesdays an early show and Lindsay will be here in like 15 minutes. So, All right, so let's get it out of the way. How about you bring the video up instead of just sitting there? I can do that. Suggesting. I suppose. I mean, it's about to be. I mean, if you're going to be all like that and stuff. Well, it was 520, like 25 minutes ago. That's so. all good. We could say it was 520 at least. We tried to do it at a 20. Yep. So. Okay. I'm ready when you are. Yeah. It's right here. All right. That was weird. That was loud. <laughs> it's very loud. Very, very loud. Uh, oh, the audio works again. So. Yeah, I know. Well, because I, I fucked with it today. I almost called Connor in too, but I was I figured it out myself. So Restream does not like the audio. And, you know, Vince uses... Restream. Oh. V, no, Vince uses Restream. So I had the same issue that I had on Rise Attire. I had to run it like... It was weird. Like, I hear him through the computer speakers. I can't hear him through the headphones. That doesn't make any sense. I have no fuck. It only does it on Restream. I have no idea why. So it's just totally random, whatever. I, I don't give a shit. But you can't, like, there's no echo. I'm, I'm sitting down and doing OBS. Please do. Because I'm so tired I'm so of this shit. this shit. Some shit works one day, some shit doesn't work the next. It's done. Yeah, if you got it, spark it up. Yeah. If you can smoke it, go for it. We're getting knocked out early. I didn't really get a chance to smoke it all today, so this is really good i know i knew that you needed that too so i figured we'd smoke early because you haven't been able to smoke all day you've been working all day and you literally ran in uh five minutes after the music started so yes yeah but at least i had the music working and he didn't they're a complete jumper <laughs> tantrum like a fucking three-year-old that didn't get his candy so <laughs> like yesterday <laughs> No, I was pissed off yesterday because it again didn't work. Like a three-year-old. One day it did, the next day it didn't. I know. Well, it pisses me off. I'm sorry. 
when we haven't one changed day you get the lollipop the next day you don't we haven't changed any of the fucking settings and it got you know I added that in on Friday. I know. We had no problems until well, Monday. I had an issue on Saturday. We had no issue on Sunday. We had no issue on Friday. We had no issue on Friday. It was like every other day. Whatever. It's all good. It's how they're going coming after us now. They're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna cancel us anymore because they realize that doesn't work. All it does is make us more popular. So now what they're gonna do is just fuck with our audio. So fuck with our settings. Yeah. That's how they do it now. That's their new new game. A bong hit makes Mick much nicer. It's supposed to. Much nicer. But I don't believe <coughs> I think weed has no effect on my attitude. Mushrooms, <laughs> on the other hand. Oh no, that's not true. Weed definitely has an effect on his attitude. The mushrooms, on the other hand. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Good stuff. Recommend it. Don't chew a hole in your eyes. Mm. Coffee is good, especially since I only had four hours of sleep today, and I've still been running all fucking day. So I don't know what time you went to bed last night. Two o'clock in the morning. Why? Because I was wrapping antennas. Well, then how are you so far behind? Oh, that was just the small ones—the eighteen-inch and the twelve-inch. You work an 18-inch rod a lot faster than me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, anyway. They just do that. You know. Um, well, because remember, I was on conservative. We I was so on, we don't get any pissed off Mick tonight? Nah, maybe. Um, maybe. But I was on conservative, Give me a minute. conservative Patriot Nation until like, what, almost 10 o'clock. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I was watching the game. I know. So probably I was. I watched the whole game. So I watched the game. Hey, Def. 30, 10 o'clock. Def, come on, bro. Three and oh. Three and fucking oh. So, um, no, maybe maybe 9.30. And then I ate some dinner. And then I went out and started wrapping. So I, I you know, wrapped antennas until like, for like three and a half, four hours. That's fine. You know, it. Now I have a process down. You know, it just takes you a little bit to get the process going because I'm used to making them one at a time. Making them like large kind of large scale production style is just a different, it's a different process. And I just have to get used to it. I'll get there. got to figure out the process. Yeah. Not hard. Exactly. Once you figure it out, it's and then it's done. And that's exactly like what split. I've been doing all week. It's so. like putting in a garage door. Yeah. Once you figure out the process, the first couple of times you do it, it takes all the fucking day. After you figure out a process that works for you, it'll take a couple hours. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah, three and fucking oh. That that beating that they placed on Tampa Bay last night um was fucking epic. Um that was amazing. I watched them just beat the shit out of them on both sides of the ball. Our defense is the fucking status defense in the NFL. I can't wait. I am so looking forward to the rest of the season now. This is gonna be epic. Just can't wait. Because they scripted it. So you think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl? Did you get to read the script? Yeah, I, Have they I got to yet? see the. I got to see the last page. Yeah, the Eagles win. Oh yeah, yeah, Eagles okay. win this year. All right, good deal. I mean, is that last that, time they won? Donald Trump won the presidency. Is that public knowledge? Well, uh, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I swear to God, they when they won, Donald Trump won the presidency the next year. The next election, he was president. 
-hmm. I'm not saying history repeats itself, but if that's true, well, yeah, because they use the this, same playbook over and over again. So this, of course history repeats itself. This Super Bowl will be fucking the Eagles will win and Donald Trump will win the election. Mm -hmm. We'll be straight. I mean, okay. if the election even happens. Yeah. Well, we know exactly which way America's mm -hmm. leaning, at least. Um here, this is this is where America's leaning. Maybe we'll get a, a quick clip in. Stop. Maybe we won't. Especially when you go to this douchebag. I know. Like, you know how much I hate this guy. I know you do. Like, I I I, I despise a lot of people. But he's but I I don't hate a lot of people. Kudlow, you don't you hate Kudlow? Oh, this guy is fucking horrible. This okay. is the worst on-air personality I think I've ever seen. I've watched linoleum curl. That is more interesting than this human being. Okay. Hello, folks. Welcome to Kudlow. I'm Larry Kudlow. All right. <laughs> no the shit. liberal mainstream media <laughs> is trying to pretty up the new ABC Washington Post poll by saying it's an outlier. Doesn't track with other polls. Some internals are problematic, and we shouldn't believe all this stuff. But no matter how much lipstick you try to put on this polling pig, the reality is the Washington Post ABC poll showing former President Donald Trump with a 10.5242 lead over President Biden is a blockbuster. It is a game changer, and it is a wake-up call. All right. By the way, these new numbers are actually consistent with the ABC WAPO polling trends all year, showing a steady Trump rise. In May, that poll showed Trump plus six. In February, it showed him plus three. Here in September, it shows him plus 10. I also know that polls are not votes. Of course, I get that. But they are tracking snapshots of voter sentiment which is clearly swinging in Mr. Trump's way. I also know that inside the WAPO ABC poll, Joe Biden's approval and disapproval on the border is, get this, 23% approved, 63% disapproved. Also internally on the economy, Biden's 30% approval and 64% disapproval. And Biden's overall approval is 37%, and his disapproval is 63%. Now, here's a question. What is going to change for Joe Biden? His border policy is a complete disaster. Is he going to change it? Don't think so. Rising gasoline and food prices are burying the middle class as their wages may go up, but inflation is going up more. They're working harder, buying less. They can't afford new homes and cars. They're working. But many families have to hold two or more jobs to make ends meet. Is this going to change? Don't think so. Rising crime rates in the blue state cities, along with homelessness. And oh, by the way, what to do with all the illegal migrants? Is that going to change? Don't think so. Joe Biden's age issue? Is that going to change? Don't think so. Now, you take a look at two American flag encounters, one from the current president, and one from the former president. Here it is. All right. There is Mr. Biden bumping into a flagpole, which is not a good message. There is Mr. Trump hugging the American flag. That is a very good message. Now, as Andrew Kamen writes in the AMAC Newsline, 
it is very unlikely that Donald Trump goes lower or that Joe Biden's going to go higher. You have to ask, what is going to change in their political fortunes? Well, the answer is Biden's going to get worse and Trump's going to get better. And that thought is not an outlier. As I said, I know he's as so I said, incredibly boring. However, he's wrong too. I, how is he wrong? Because the, what he was talking about the polling averages over time, I know exactly what he's, he's talking saying about. That Trump keeps he, getting better and better. That's he, what he said. No, that's what he said. But okay, how is that wrong? He's wrong. So the polling averages and the ones that they took from each of the candidates, they're not based one after the other. They're, they're not based pinning against each other. They're about what's internally they're gathering via vote wise. So for instance, uh, Donald Trump po polls at like 60% in a white caucus in a black caucus. This is where Donald Trump's been historically low. However, Donald Trump is polling currently right now in the black caucus at a little over 41%. No Republican. In the that. past, has ever polled over forty-one percent, mm -hmm. ever. No, no Republican. So when they steal it again for Joe, what are you going to do? If we even get that far, I don't think we will. But because this is what it's lining up for, folks. I, I'm not lying. This is no bullshit. We are watching. They're already putting the pieces in place on the board. Because following the playbook because you just had Hillary come out the other day and say, Oh no. Do you know that she issued a correction on that interview with fucking, uh, peppermint Patty? Oh yeah. Yes. She, she was forced to issue a correction because what did I say? You know, in the beginning of that interview, she was talking about Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And then by the time it got to the time Putin. that they started having to put a name to he, yeah, she changed it to Putin. Mm -hmm. And then this morning I saw the correction issued and I saw the, oh yeah, sorry about that, Donald. And I was like, wait a minute. She really was talking about Donald. Trump. I told you, told you she was talking about Donald Trump. And then when it, all of a sudden they had to put a name to it, uh, uh, Putin. It's Putin. I swear to God, it was Putin. Mm. What the fuck? Get out. This, I'm telling you, this shit is fucking crazy, folks. So, but, okay. So, say that, you know, God doesn't rain fire down on us between now and then. Say that, that we actually make it to November of 2024. And. I got a question. When, right there, why vote? Well, hold, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. Why no, no, vote? No, 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 no. Let's say we get I, to November I, I of agree. 2024. I, I agree. Why vote? Well, hold on. So I'm, but I'm going to lay out a scenario. Okay. All the people that voted for Trump the last time and know it got stolen probably just won't bother to vote or they'll vote for Trump again. But all the people that voted for Biden the last time are now going to vote for Trump because they know how badly they've been fucked or a majority of them. Right. And then it gets stolen again. What are they going to do? Ooh. Yeah. Because we've already been through it. Exactly. We've we done already been to that what pissed off point. What are they going to do? Let's maybe Lindsay knows. Let's bring Lindsay in. 
Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you guys again. Good to see you. So glad to have you back. Um, but for those uh, that don't know you, why don't you uh, introduce yourself real quick, even though I've talked to you up a bunch. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm Lindsay Sharman. I'm the host of Rogue Ways podcast, and I am a spiritual healer and teacher. I'm an author. I do um, channeled messages and channeled writing mostly, although I started my life as a nonfiction writer. I did articles mostly and, and sometimes poetry. And then uh, I, suddenly a fictional novel, actually a trilogy of fictional novels downloaded into my being. And I started channeling through those books. And, and now I do more direct channel message from what I call the spiritual ancestors, and which are beings that I've been interacting with my whole life. And um, I do a lot more too. It's all on rogueways.org. There's just a lot going on over in this world here, but I know today we're here to talk about completely different things than those things. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just saying um, we talk about that that kind of stuff a lot. Um, yeah. You know, we intersperse it through our shows actually. So, uh, and especially now that I, I've basically been like fuck the news because it's all the same bullshit over and over and over again, and they keep presenting you know breaking news stories. I'm like we we knew that two years ago. That's not breaking. Um, but I, I just posed a question that say, cause maybe you'll know, cause you popped in just as I was asking it, say, uh, say we somehow make it to November of 2024, somehow that God doesn't rain fire down on us, which is, is coming by the way. It feels like um, we deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of do. Um, but, uh, say we actually make it to 2024. And all the people that voted for Trump the last time, because obviously he's going to be the nominee. We just ran up the most boring clip of, you know, Larry Kudlow going over the polls. Um, but uh, say we make it there. And all the people that voted for Trump the last time, they probably won't vote or will vote for Trump again because they know it got stolen the last time. And they're like, why bother? But all the people that voted for Biden the last time or most of them know they got completely screwed in the last four years and switch their vote to Trump. As Mick was saying that Trump has a, um, uh, the black vote is like 41% right now in the polls. Um, so when they steal it again for Joe, what are those people going to do? Yeah, I don't know because I don't know that any of them really voted for him in the first place. I mean, like, that's I, too. <laughs> Yeah, so it's hard to say like, the, uh, Definitively, uh, it's going to be a small percentage. It's not going to be a grand number. So if mm -hmm. you're thinking about some army rising up out there, it's not that. But it is an interesting thought because that'll be a fresh wound for them. Unlike us, we've already been through it. We're like, yeah, welcome right, to the party, know. pal. Been you know, <laughs> been there, done that, got the t-shirt for it too. Been and a bunch of our friends are in jail, by the way. Told you so. Yeah. yeah. In solitary still. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So that's, that's a, that's a rough one. Cause we, we straight up see revolution coming. Um, I, I really don't see that there's any path around that anymore. It's hard because the, you know, if you, if you go the traditional revolutionary route, and this is actually where I started in, in communism, you know, this is part of what drew me towards communism was I was like, we can't do this anymore. This system is corrupt. It's broken. It's only serving the, you know, highest level millionaires, not even like normal rich, but like billionaire billionaire, you know, like there's no chance of true justice or true function, how the system used to supposedly 
uh, be be supposed to work. And so we have to start over. We have to tear it down. This is the only option. You know, this is what I came to. And this is when this is in like 2000, 2003 or so, you know, saw 9-11 happen and was like, OK, yeah, seriously, like we have to do something about this. Like our own our own government seems to be pulling the types of false flags that perhaps killed hundreds of thousands or who knows how many. Really, we don't know. Um, anyway, so I, I came to that. Right. Like we need revolution. So the Revolutionary Communist Party was the only thing that I found that was serious about revolution. And this is a pretty big party in the United States and internationally, but the RCP USA, as they call it, it's not small. There's a lot of people who are like card carrying members and their stated open goal is violent overthrow of the government. And I, and, I, and so I joined them and I was a part of this for years, hoping to overthrow the government. But eventually I came to this understanding that the government's never going to let you overthrow them. I mean, they know who's in the Revolutionary Communist Party. They have their people in the Revolutionary Communist Party. When we tried to do January 6th as just a peaceful gathering of people who were fed up with all of this bullshit, mm -hmm. they had plenty of agents there. I would say maybe oh, a yeah. large part, maybe a third of the people there were agents. So, you know, we see all these Ku Klux Klan parties and all of these like I don't know, whatever, Proud proud Boys and all of these groups. And some of them are are real and, and good people meeting and some of them are supposedly evil people, but all of them have fed saturating this. And we've actually seen this in every revolution, every uprising, every mass gathering of people throughout what, knowable no, history. No, it's called tyranny. It, it's called tyranny is what it is, all right? Once again, our forefathers put in front of us a system of government with its checks and balances kept in place the way they were supposed to be from day one, we would still be fine if we were following the constitution. Absolutely. The problem is we are, we are, yeah. we are filing, we are following an abortion of what the constitution used to be. And that is the fucking problem. Yeah. We are not following the written constitution, the way it was written in the letter of the constitution, we have a we need to go back to the way it was pre-1911, period. So how do we get there? Well, that that's easy. The people have to bring it there. So we have to take the government back, put our people in charge, let them run their terms, do their thing, and get the fuck out of office the way it was supposed to be. I Rolling would love through too. Americans. That's what we need to do. We need to do it the way our forefathers said do it. Not give pay raises over so many years for ridiculous amounts of money that you're making more money as a government servant than you are as a person on the street. They're supposed to make less than us. There's a reason for that because the, the duty that they are providing the American people is exactly that. It's a duty. They volunteered to do it. You called them servants, but they haven't thought thought of themselves as servants in, in a very long time very since pre nineteen eleven. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean things have been very, very slowly dismantled over the entire course of this nation's history, very intentionally by a group, you know, the exact group of psychopaths that is still in power today. And I would say we don't even know who those people are. I would say we don't 
13 families, 13 Illuminati bloodlines. No, not even them. Some, someone else, someone. Above no, it's, it, no, it's way something else. It's something yeah. way different than that. I don't, you're right. I, I don't believe in the 13 bloodlines control this country. No, no, no. This country is a clusterfuck of bloodlines that control it. And there's like, unfortunately all good pyramid schemes. They all come to a point, And at that point, there's only one person that can stand on the top. And it's and, nobody we know. And, and it's, it's nobody yeah. We've seen. Well, I don't think we're going to know them. Yeah. I, I think, think we can name them. Some, and I wouldn't even be surprised to say it would be otherworldly. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I, I really believe even if it is like a human person or a human group of people, like they're inhabited by demons or Absolutely. working with them. Right. It, you know, well, but that part of it wouldn't surprise me, but they're definitely not somebody. Um, it, it, like the you know, antichrist is already amongst us. Yeah. It's like, when you start researching that part too, you start trying to figure out that one family, the one that's controlling, because you know, there's something above the uh, Aleister Crowley's because there was so much shit the back then or the Rothschilds, the Roth the, 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 all of them, all of them, you yeah. know, that there was something behind them because there was no way that they were running this country like they were. And you mean to tell me Ford? never stepped into the breach. He was never asked to join the big boys table. You know, Ford had a real weird relationship with all the big wigs. You know what he did? He moved South. He bought a piece of land. It's right up the road from us. And now only the rich live on it. Mm. Like yeah. you have to have more than like $2 million in your checking account. When you buy your house on, Ford on this, on this plantation. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, they wouldn't, uh, Aldous Huxley wouldn't have Ford as his like God in Brave New World if he wasn't in the club. Like, he's not just going to throw some random, you know, happenstance person into, into there. They worship him. I mean, he's he's their God in, in that book. And, you know, there's a reason for it. So I, I don't believe that he's not part of the club. I don't know that you could even be a name that we know would not be part of the club. But again, being in the club is not being at the top. <laughs> It's very, very yeah. powerful. It's beyond what we have access to, but it's not at the top for them. If you've ever, uh, probably, I don't know if anybody here has, but if you guys have ever read the book, Lee Iacocca, it was probably one of my favorite books. He was the CEO for Ford in chapter. I want to say it was either 25 or 26. He drops probably one of the biggest bombs I've ever seen. Somebody who's worth more than a billion dollars ever dropped my whole entire life. And he tells you, he spells it out for you. He said, look, people, this country is not run the way you think. We always saw it that the bottom ran the top. It hasn't been that way in a very long time. And he lays it out for you. It is an amazing book. If you've never read it, please, I'm telling you, just go pick it up. I think it's just called Iacocca or something like that. Um, but it's his story about how he got to the head of Ford and then became the CEO. And when he became the CEO, he was a CEO for a while. And then all of a sudden he gets fired because of a real drop in sales, all sorts of other shit. And when he gets fired, he tells you basically because he was a, he started out his life. When he started, he used to make tires in a Ford plant. That's literally where he started. That's how he started with Ford. And then some 30 years later, he's the fucking CEO. I don't know. Uh, that's yeah. a hell of a track, but he was yeah. a blue collar guy 
pretty much straight through until he made management and then he became the CEO. And I got to tell you the fucking dude, he was, he didn't hold anything back in that book. And I, one of my few, like a favorite book I love to read over and over again, you read those three chapters. It's like 24 through 28 or he goes through the whole, whole song and dance. It is fucking amazing. I was like, he breaks down what, uh, he even tells you what Henry Ford's mission at the time when he started the company was he wasn't going to be in business for his entire life. He didn't want to start Ford and just have Ford everywhere. He wanted to help the United States military out. Huh. That was his gift to the U S army. He's like, I'm going to give you all Jeeps and all this other stuff. I'm going to build vehicles for you. And that was his idea. And then they made the modern motor vehicle and all that other shit. And everybody started buying cars and uh, he's like, yeah, I'll get in that for a little bit. I'll get out once I make enough money. But Ford took off. It was just the car is reliable. Who knew? I didn't. Probably set to do it by the government. Like, you need to figure out a way to make making cars exceptionally easy. Well, he wasn't even, I mean, he was still, I mean, I guess they were still kind of big because of the Model T and everything else. And then as he got in the 40s, it started getting into the big, bigger you know, muscle cars that they had back then, but he didn't, he didn't really want to sell cars. He didn't really like cars, to be honest. He was not, a, according to what Lee Iacocca knew about him, he, he didn't even want to fucking, he didn't want to have anything to do with him. He's like, my dad started this company. He gave it to me. I really don't want to have anything to do with it, just but he just, money. it was weird because he said, one of the things he said in chapter 28, which blew me away, he said, it was like, he almost knew every time right before something was about to happen. Of course he did. Cause all of a sudden he did different things like different parts of the company would start changing manufacturing aspects and he'd be sending orders down from on high. Hey, this plant, we're going to stop making this and we're going to start making this. And I was, I started thinking about it. I was like, well, who do you think Henry Ford was getting his information from? The same people that Nancy Pelosi knows how to buy and sell what stock. Well, was, was it Henry Ford Jr. now? I don't know which yeah, one's still alive. It's junior. it's something. It's Junior, Junior, Junior. I don't know which one it is. It's one of the Fords. I know it was one of them. But it was, he was like, where's he getting his information from? I, I just don't get it. Crazy. From the club. I mean, you're in the club. You're going to know, right? Like, all right, well, we're going to have this major event occur and it's going to seem like an accident and like sudden, but actually it's been planned long ago. <laughs> right. We know that's true because they the Simpsons, us. the Simpsons planet, they, they do all of their fucking, <laughs> no, they literally look at the newest, like this last episode. I just saw somebody posted this online. Mm -hmm. Apparently there's an earthquake machine underneath Springfield that are controlled by the moles, mole people. And Homer jumps off this building and somebody takes like a sewer grate off the road and he falls, they were bungee jumping. He falls directly through the hole with another dude and they're down there and it says earthquake machine and it says 2023 and it says November. There was a, <laughs> and I was like, there was a science fiction book similar shit. to that with the mole people. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I That's a, a time machine. Um, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? That's underground people. I don't remember if they're mole like or not, but I, I thought it, I thought it was because I had to read the fucking. I hated that. <laughs> it it might it you know might have been, um, mm. but because uh, they they were all you know they've been telling us what's coming for generations, right? Yeah. Through books and movies and television, and now um, it, even 
even commercials. Shit. I hear it on the radio. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you're driving around and you listen about child hunger and you hear about the NHTSA. Yeah, the Morlock. Thank you, Texas Chat. You're always good like that. Yep. The Morlock. Huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is how we knew before 2019 even came and before 2020, before they even made a vaccine, that they were going to make a vaccine and that they were going to try to force it on everyone. Because for years, we saw them going full anti-vax, like demonizing anyone who even questioned the legitimacy of any vaccine that's ever existed. And you have to get your shots and everyone's celebrating vaccines. And we're like, well, there's one reason you do that. And it's because you're going to make a vaccine that you want to be sure more people get than ever before. And then they did. <laughs> and people were like, well, how did you know? How did you know? It's like, because we listened to the programming I mean, and not by being programmed by it, but we just understand now that they're always going to tell you and they're always going to show you. They're always going to telegraph their moves. And they do. We always, you know, it's never very surprising once you pay attention. <laughs> You're like, oh, yep, we saw that coming. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting in my family, like we were told from from the time it came out not to get certain vaccines like not to get the dtap not to get like my family it was just it was just known through my family you don't get this this and this oh. and like i was told that we had we had babies die um when it first came out and that's why and we're allergic and that's why we don't get it and so when i was a kid i went and got a skin test and my arm blew up the size of the balloon and they're like yep nope you don't get that that you know you're allergic and i don't get it i don't get any of them because I reacted to all of them. But in doing research in the last couple of years, I came to find out that if they've actually stopped doing skin tests for vaccines, by the way, because okay. I tried to get them done for our kids and they wanted me to go up to Emory and pay insurance wouldn't even cover it. Mm -hmm. um, they were like, no, you just have to get it. And I was like, no, 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 we don't. Um, everybody reacts that way when they okay. give you a skin test. For a vaccine. That's why they don't want to do them. <laughs> That's why they don't want to do them anymore. Yeah. And so, but I always wonder how my family knew. Um, maybe we did have babies die. Maybe yeah. not. Or maybe yeah. someone was just like, uh, no, this doesn't no. Even make sense. Like we're yeah. just going to say babies died. So everyone just won't do it. Exactly. No, he, he started out, Splinter, he started out as the, the CEO of Ford first, and then he went to Chrysler. That's what you're thinking about. Master it's Spencer. all, it's all part of this story. He got fired from Ford and then he went, he went yeah. to Chrysler. Um, John, that's a very, you know, I, I like to look at things from another perspective. I've, uh, I started a new show called The Good Book every morning at 8.30 Eastern. I sit down for 30 minutes and I read the Bible. We started at the beginning. And the last time I read the Bible was when I was in college and I was doing a comparative religions class, right? And so, you know, I read it through a, a totally different framework than than you would from a religious perspective. And we never really went to church. And when we did, I didn't honestly really pay attention. <laughs> so um, it really wasn't my thing. It was his thing. I went for the kids and I went for him, but it was fine. Uh, so I wasn't really indoctrinated with that. This means that, and that means, you know, like you think of this, this way and that way. So I'm coming at it from a, a totally fresh perspective. And I really like to look at things from, from a different perspective and turn things on their head. Having said that, uh, John said, Vlan, I'm convinced that the demons may be powerful and depraved, but they eat prion humans and may all be dying because of it. Ooh. Oh, 
I like that. <laughs> Isn't that an interesting perspective? What if we created the vaccine to kill the demons? I really love things that reframe any of the things we see as evil as a positive thing. I mean, I think this is part of what we have to do is like reimagine the future. And, you know, you look at all the programming that we've received our entire lives, every single futuristic like book or movie or show or anything song, it's all horrifying. Like it's the worst possible outcome. And our imaginations are powerful. That's why Disney wants to capture them. And so, you know, I think that it's really important to imagine things like that. Like, yeah, what if they did do all of this and it seems so horrible, but it ends up being for our benefit anyway? Wouldn't God work that way? Wouldn't God be like, yeah, go ahead, Satan, do that. <laughs> Joke's on you. What, you're actually working for me. <laughs> Which, I mean, he really is. He's just a archangel on assignment. Satan yeah. wasn't one of the fallen um, 316 archangels. So, um, you know, he was literally sent, I guess, 315 fallen and Lucifer was sent down on assignment. So yeah, that's a totally different, but just a different way of looking at it. Yeah. I like it. Well, even, even the fallen, I feel like, or no matter what, whether they thought they were rebelling or not, I feel like it would still, you know, work out for our benefit. Like, you know, when like a toddler thinks they're rebelling and they're like, ah, but you've actually like set up certain boundaries they like can't get over or something like there's padding on the wall and the door's been blocked from the other side or whatever. And you just, they think that they're like running things, but then they're not actually, I feel like it has to be something like that. Oh, so you mean the fishbowl effect? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. You just said it. You just said it. You just said that you set up the fishbowl effect in your house with your toddler. Because I don't have a toddler, but I imagine I could do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. But okay. We've done it. Okay. Oh, yeah. We've we, had time. We, so what right. I do is I set <laughs> it up. So they funny. think they're, they're so in bad. charge yeah. and they've got full reign of their little area. Yep. You sure do. But outside that area, everything else is mine. They're, they're a big fish in that fish bowl, but not in the bigger fish Bingo, bowl. <laughs> and I'm pulling the <laughs> yeah. fucking string. They just yeah. don't realize they're going after my string. Yeah. That's what it. the government's doing to us right now. We just don't realize we're going after their string. It's true. You know, and that's why, that's actually why, you know, the idea of revolution doesn't sit well with me. And it's not that I don't think we need one. It's that I've seen over and over throughout history that all every single revolution has been infiltrated and controlled and has been, you know, set out to accomplish certain tasks. They think they're accomplishing that task, but things always seem to end up back in the same hands and with the same people at the helm, you know, but it was, it was like a slightly different flavor for a little while. So enough people sort of forgot and thought that everything was fine. And then, oh, look, it's still this this ruling psychopathic class is still controlling everything. So I don't know that it is a good idea to go about things that way. And that's actually why I ended up with um, my libertarian anarchist sort of outlook after decades of, you know, trying every single pathway I could possibly imagine of how to solve these problems at this massive level of national level or international level, even this is the only thing that makes any sense to me in the end. So what is libertarian anarchy? Well, I'm actually, I, I would say I'm an anarchist, but I, you know, if I had to be pressed because I don't think we can jump straight to anarchy and I have to participate in this system, then libertarian is the only way that I can see that it's even remotely appropriate. And that's because the libertarian idea is like what republicanism was supposed to be, right? That like literally, truly the least amount of government possible is the ideal. All this bureaucracy and this management and this 
millions of departments and all of these funding loopholes and all of this taxation. None of that should be happening at all. And even if we just didn't have a bloated federal government, we would not be, they wouldn't be able to maneuver us into these situations that we find ourselves in. It wouldn't matter if we had a bad president for four years because they wouldn't have that much power and they wouldn't have that much control over anything. You know, so, if we had a limited. So yeah. essentially, you're a constitutionalist. Yeah. Every, right. Everything you just said is not crazy. It's not unheard of. It's exactly what I spout on here every night. That's what the original constitution said. Yeah. We are not to have a fat government. We're not to have anything more than the means of our country needs. And you and know, we have, really, we the, have only the only thing they're supposed to do is secure government. the border. That's right. it. And they you don't know, even do that. Secure the border. Nothing else. No. Just get, secure the border. Not even supposed to have a standing army. And, then, the and now they're like, come on through the border. Anybody, what are you Chinese people dressed up as Mexican? Yeah, sure. Come on in. Like it doesn't so, even matter. You are a constitutionalist. That's all you, you're just like me. We're saying the same exact shit. There's no difference. I completely agree with everything you just said. And I can add on to it because fuck a bloated government. We have an IRS system that was only supposed to be temporary. And those cocksuckers are still stealing from us. They've been stealing us from us since day one. This, that is controlled. We should all just stop paying taxes, period. Let's just do it at once. We'll all take the hit. Watch these cocksuckers then start sucking wind. Because once we stop paying taxes, where's your revenue coming from? It ain't coming from us anymore. There, then, then it's exposed. You done got your last out click of, out of know. junior. You know, well, that, the anarchist part of it too, I think, is important because you know I was just reading this book about the Chicago's World Fair and the serial killer that was loose during that time, and it's called uh, "Devil in the White City." And there's one um, part that it seems relevant to this conversation. There's this town sort of outside of Chicago, and for the World's Fair, they wanted clean water. Right, this is one of the biggest problems at the time is that all the city water is just got like actual like dead horse guts and like poop in it. Like it's disgusting. People get sick all the time and die. So they want fresh water. They want spring water. There's no springs in Chicago. There are springs up the hills, right? And there's people out there who live in those places in those springs. So they go out and they're like, hey, we want your spring water. We want to make a pipe that goes all the way down to Chicago to the World Fair to pipe in this clean water. And the people there are like, then where are we getting our water? And they're like, we don't care. And so the people are like, well, then screw you get out of here. <laughs> and the government was never going to come to save those people. And these moneyed interests that wanted this clean water for the Chicago fair, whether you think that's good or bad or neutral, um, they weren't going to stop. So the people had to organize themselves. And when these, you know, top hat people, these rich guys got off the train to start to set up their pipes and whatnot, they all had guns and they were like, you better get right back on that train or really bad things are going to happen to you. And so they got back on the train and left and found a different way to get their water. And I'm like, this is we this is an anarchist, um, you know, side of things. So we can't do it alone with just government or just removing federal government or just unbloating the government. We have to also remember that we are responsible for ourselves and each other and that we shouldn't rely on the government to do things for us. We should do it for ourselves. We should primarily and first and foremost take responsibility for ourselves and do it for ourselves. And then if we need government to help organize something larger, then we would rely on the government. And that's the anarchist part of it. That's what anarchy is really about. Because most people hear anarchy and they think of like Lord of the Flies. And yeah, but 
This is the problem. No, if you look at the actual definition of anarchy, what does the word actually mean? It means and without archy rulers, without rulers. It doesn't mean chaos. It doesn't mean killing each other because we're, I mean, if you're left in a room alone, do you just start murdering people? I don't. I don't know anyone. I still have a gun on my wall that hasn't shot anybody yet. See, you're an anarchist. Well, and so people imagine that like, this is something that would happen to society. And this too, we've been programmed with. You look at like, all these movies that show like when government collapses, people just instantly start eating each other. And I'm like, I I wouldn't, would you, I don't know anyone who would. And I, I grant that they exist, that they, I grant that they exist. So psychopaths exist and they would perhaps try to take advantage of these situations, but there's 97% of us that wouldn't. And so why do we look at these and, and imagine that that's what would happen? It's because we watched the walking dead. It's because we watched that, Batman movie with Bane in it or whatever. And we imagine that that is true. We have no evidence for this. If you look at any time government has shut down, what if, or that hasn't shown up, or there's a disaster and no one can reach them for a while, what do people do? They take care of each other. They take care of each other and everyone comes together and they rebuild. That's all anyone's ever done, actually. That's all we have evidence for. And there's always some sick people who might take advantage of it, but they never overwhelm the other people, <laughs> like ever. So it's so crazy to me that we have this idea, but it makes sense because if you're a psychopathic ruler and there's only a few of you and the vast majority of people have to be tricked and believe a lie in order to give you their power, which is what we've done, then you have to convince those people they couldn't possibly live without you. They're not capable of living without you. And if they didn't have you, everything would fall apart. So they pretend that that's what anarchy means. All anarchy means is no rulers. And what happens when there's no rulers is you rule yourself and I rule myself and I don't rule you and you don't rule me because that would be rulers. There are no rulers. We're just sovereign into ourselves. We can choose to work together and humans always have and they always will, but you don't have to. We're never forcing anyone to join our tribe or join our community or come patrol the perimeter with us. We're just taking people who want to and we're doing it together. And that type of system can't be infiltrated. There is no system to infiltrate. And that's why anarchy is actually like the best of all possible worlds. But it requires people who take responsibility for themselves. And right now we have almost none of those. <laughs> so right now we need libertarianism. We need a constitutionalist republic. And maybe someday we would get to anarchy. But in the meantime, we'd still have to have that anarchist principle that you take care of you and I take care of me and we don't rely on other people to do it for us. Please stop looking at libertarians because libertarians don't think the same way as constitutionalists. Please start looking at constitutionalists instead of libertarians. I'm dead serious. Everything you just said, I do not disagree with at all. And every constitutionalist would fucking agree with you 190%. We're going to every bring libertarian I know agrees with me hundred percent too. So I don't know. I think they have more in common than not. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, they don't, they don't, we, they don't have very much. They want a different form of the constitution. We want the purest form of the constitution. No big government. Let people take care of people. It's the way it happened after the revolution. It's the most purest our government has ever been from 1878 to fucking 1894 was the purest our country had ever been. We hadn't been infected with all these big companies and all this other bullshit. We were rebuilding from the revolution. And after we rebuilt the country, we went and did great things. This is right up until the Civil War when we sold us back out to Britain. <laughs> you always have to be taken down from the inside, usually. <laughs> yeah.
And all of this shit can be solved. It can be solved. It, there's a very simple way to do it. But unfortunately, it is we're gonna it is going to require force because those in office are not gonna want to leave office. I was gonna and say, those in office that need to be persecuted are not gonna wanna be persecuted. How do you take that step? How do you get from here to there? Because it's a big step. Yeah. It requires, it will require violence. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. There's no way in hell any one of those fucksticks that have been sitting on Capitol Hill for the last 40 some odd fucking years are going to peacefully leave their office without an armed individual standing there saying, get the fuck out. It ain't going to happen. We all know that. That's it could happen. January 6th. My favorite but, part is that I'm you're starting to see it. We played that video the other night of the 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 border patrol guys. Yeah. Fucking giving shit to the border patrol chief saying, "We can't do our job. We're not doing our job. We're not protecting this country." Yeah. And it's about time we start seeing the people that took an oath to fucking defend the constitution actually start to defend it instead of nice. step all over it. That would be nice. See, I, I think we're, honestly, I think it's too, I think we're past that point. I think it's too late for that because I, uh, I think too many military aged migrants have come over the border. Um, they're, they're already set up in their pre-designated cells in their pre-designated cities and they're just waiting for the go. I, I think it's, it's, I mean, I think we shut the border all day, you know, you can close the barn door after the horse is out, but you still got to go catch him. So. Yeah. How are we going to catch millions of millions of people who have come across? I, yeah. yeah and a lot of them looked like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm sure you guys saw the aerial drone footage of night vision that was looking down at these people coming across in packs and in rank and file, like marching and like the same. I mean, it was a military. You're like, well, who is that then? It's probably China. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. The lots of Chinese nationals. We had that discussion last night because uh, we played a clip and they're like, Oh, a lot of these Chinese refugees are, they're escaping because they're, you know, they're not escaping. You don't leave China unless the CCP allows it. Nobody period. leaves the PRC without the PRC and giving their blessing. Yeah. It's like leaving the Italian mob. You normally end up with your fucking throat cut and your tongue pulled through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they literally will take someone just holding a sign that says like love, peace and happiness, tape them or chain them to a wire frame and rape them to death in front of their comrades. Like they won't let you leave unless they want you to. <laughs> they're, they're the most vile government I've ever. I feel like they're worse than North Korea. Have you heard the idea that North Korea isn't even real? Like that it's not actually a government, that it's just this phony like setup so that the whole world has someone to fear. I mean, our, surprise me. Our teenagers are you trying to surprise me. Our, our teenagers convinced that Wyoming isn't even real. So. <laughs> I've been like, there, unfortunately. No one lives there. I was like, yeah, that's true. Millionaires live there. Billionaires live there. But yeah, no, not many regular people live there. <laughs> I'd like to live there. <clears throat> I need a million dollars. No, no, no. Because remember, uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. And I was told very distinctly that that means that um, meek in societal stature, not meek in spirit. Yeah. Like, meek in class, not meek in spirit. The meek shall inherit the earth means like 
the working class, we, the people, yeah, no, like God's going to smite the elites. I can't wait for that to happen. I really hope it happens before the election. I'm just saying. I just hope it happens right in front of us so we can watch it. I hope it's something just horrible. Like they're all of a sudden their eyes start bleeding. Their assholes start bleeding at the same time. It's just like, Oh, you're an elitist. (laughs) Something that we can identify. I I can't wear the right color pants. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) They can't walk down the street. It would be nice. I know that the timeline is interesting to think about, you know, they have their agenda 2030 and, that's what they're really going for. And what, what is it about that date that made them choose that? Right. Is there something we don't know about that's coming? Is there some sort of judgment that's coming soon after? And they feel like if, if they have everything in the place, they want it by that point that they won't be able to be held accountable or something. And people will have chosen something specific, like the mark of the beast that gets them uh, out of, out of, I guess, glory or save being saved. Do you know what I mean? So like, maybe that's, maybe they know something we don't know about that. Yeah. But um, I had this really crazy experience and people can take from it whatever they want. I don't really um, care to try to ever like convince people of like what is or isn't, but I will that's, just share my experience. We, are too. we talk yeah. about our interactions with Gabriel all the time and you can believe us or not. We really don't give a shit. It's right. what we've experienced. Yeah. It's whatever it is. And yeah. yeah so I was at a, a spiritual fair, which by the way, I didn't want to even go to. It was, I would never have gone to something like this, and but I was kind of in like a position where I, I had a bunch of time to fill and like nothing to do. And so I went on Facebook events, which I had also never done before. And it was like all these events, all these events, I don't care about any of these. And it was like one mile away. I was like, Oh, I could actually walk to this. What's this. And it was like spiritual fair. And I was like, whatever, I'll go to a spiritual fair and maybe I'll find a cool bracelet or something (laughs) or like, whatever. It'll give me a time to walk there, hang out there, come back. And then I'll have filled this, this gap of pointless time I have. So I walked down to this spiritual fair and I go in and um, all these crazy things. I, I won't even go into most of them. There were so many weird synchronicities and insane. They're like, I was supposed to be there for sure. But one of the guys I had this crazy synchronicity with was like, well, come to my talk later. I'm doing a talk in this room at this time. And I was like, perfect. I need to kill like multiple hours and that'll be an hour. So I'll go do that. So I go to his little talk and I um, sit down. He's talking about pressure points, acupuncture, something like that. And reflexology and just like how to do simple fixes to help heal yourself or cure yourself. You know, we're in a toxic world and here's what we can do. And all of a sudden a golden orb came through the wall. Is this this light ball? And I see these types of things my whole life. And so, but I'm never sure sometimes other people can see them and sometimes people cannot see them. So I'm like, I don't know if anyone else is seeing this. I don't know if everyone here sees this all the time too. And they're just like, this is totally normal for them. Like, I don't know who's at spiritual fairs or what this, like what the level of, you know what I mean? So I'm just like looking around and it really seems like no one sees it. And then it like plops into the guy's head and he shakes and he starts speaking completely differently, like different cadence, different tone, different rhythm. And it's really powerful feeling to me. Like he's like speaking and I was like, what is happening right now? And he's talking about how like the, dark times are coming and the end times are coming and what, you know, we're going to go through this. This is happening to me in like 2018, I want to say. And he was like, by 2020, it will get bad. By 2024, it'll be worse. It'll get even worse than that. And he said, but, you know, don't worry because I'm always with you in this time that Christ consciousness is always with you throughout every moment. And no matter how dark the darkness gets, the light will always succeed. And he said, by 2033, the darkness will be over and the light will have returned and Christ consciousness will be back on the earth. 
Then the ball pops out of his head and he shakes and the light bulb goes away. And he goes, that wasn't me. That was Sai Baba. And I don't know if everyone there saw it, didn't see it, thought that he was quoting Sai Baba, like a speech that Sai Baba had given or like, I have no idea because no one else seemed to react. And I was sitting there like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> like freaking out. Um, and ever since then, I'm like, I, I don't know. Because that timeline so far seems pretty accurate. <laughs> like 2020 shit got weird. Um, things are not going so well right now. Maybe they're going to get worse in 2024. Maybe they are going to steal it again and re... I mean, I don't know if they put Biden in again, it'd be insane. But like, why wouldn't they? Because everything's insane, <laughs> right? Or maybe someone worse who we can't even imagine yet. I don't know. You know, and then things uh, just seem like they could get worse and worse. 2033 seems kind of far away. Not really. I was but not really. Yeah. On September 4th of 2021, I was told that we had 10 years from that day. And wow. I said, 10 years till what? 10 years till the end or 10 years till something new the beginning. Yeah. What? You know, the beginning of something new, like 10, 10 years, what's 10 years. And, um, but, but I get that because that's, that's what happens to, to Mick. I mean, it's, I don't see the golden orb, but you know, I definitely know when it's not him yeah. and I've recorded it once and, uh, it's a whole different, same thing, whole different cadence, different, um, I've played it on here. It's like I'm different pretty... energy. I mean, like you can Completely feel this, not this person anymore. Yeah. 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 And since I started doing my, my morning Bible reading, like Gabriel came to hang out with me, just, I literally like chilled with me while I was making dinner, yeah. um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And I was like, well, okay then. Um, that, people, I think people think like Gabriel's like us and he's just like one being and can only exist at one place and one time. Yeah. It's like, no, this is a being beyond time and space. Yeah. Like, yeah, he can go to any single person. He can be with a thousand, hundred thousand, a million people at one time. What we experience is one time. It's not. And this is why I think people make the mistake of thinking that like, oh, that's too big for me or it's too good for me or it's too much or I don't want to bother them or I don't want to worry. And I'm like, no they love to interact with you. That's their job. That's like their whole purpose for existing. Like call on them, talk to them, hang out with them, feel worthy. You're worthy. They love you. Uh, well, he's a pain in the ass, but um, yeah, he's, I, he's I don't call him. Um, he just, <laughs> <laughs> I love to argue with him. I called him, uh, I called him good old Gabe the other night, just waiting to see the reaction on that one. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. So what'd you find out about uh, Sai Baba? Was it Sai well, Baba? There's multiple Sai Babas, by the way. I found yeah, out. I just <laughs> realized that there's multiple. And so I was looking for the Greek spelling because that was more important. But anyway. Okay. The, the one that this was, was the one that he actually apparently had a... Because afterwards, when he was like, that was Sai Baba, blah, blah, blah. He was like, and by the way, Sai Baba's like this and this and this. And he then talked about Sai Baba for a few minutes. But he apparently had this interaction with James Dean. <laughs> yeah. James Dean like fell off a cliff or drove off a cliff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Sai Baba like appeared in the car with him and saved him. As he was falling, Sai Baba appeared in the seat and was like, dude, don't die right now. And just like encased him in the golden light and the car like crumpled and crashed and whatever. And he was yeah, fine. That's when James Dean died. Oh, I don't know. According to this story, he lived through it because Sai Baba saved him. But I wasn't James there, Dean so died in a car wreck. He went off of uh, the Palisades Parkway in California. 
is this like a conspiracy theory or are you saying he really did die? No, he really did die. That's how he died. He was in a car wreck. He died but in a I, car wreck. But in this, but what, did he have another car wreck that he survived? I have no idea. I know that James Dean died in a car wreck. What That's the hell? How is, am I in a different timeline right now? Very possibly. <laughs> possibly. What the fuck? <laughs> what are the possibilities? Now I'm tripping out. In that timeline, um, I found the evidence that James Dean and he kept the car and like had it in a museum and it was all crumpled up so he could. I don't know it. if he had a multiple car wrecks. Maybe I know he that had the multiple car wrecks. I know that what he died from though was a car wreck. That's wild. It was a high rate of speed impact. He was 24. Yes. What? Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm in the same timeline that I was. Probably I mean, not. I know I'm not, but I didn't know that that had changed, I guess I should say. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that have changed, like things that, that I remember that are completely different now. So You all do re remember that James Dean died in a car wreck. Am I, I am not crazy, right? I, I, I remember that. I mean, I don't remember it I, when it happened no, because no. it was like 54 when no, it happened. No, but I remember James Dean living to be a lot older than 24. No, he was 24 too. years old. He was a kid. I'm he tripping out. <laughs> he was a kid. He had a, it was, a, it was a, it, I want to say it was a 57 Chevy is what he had. And that's he lost crazy. it. And I think that's he what he off, lived through. He went off an embankment and he died in the, the car wreck. Uh, I don't know. I know that not that long ago I was uh, in a meditation and it was so weird because I was sitting there and it's, whatever feeling overcame me. And I was thinking, I feel like I'm switching timelines right now. And as I was happening, I had this memory come up and I don't remember right now what the memory even was. The memory came up from my childhood and I remembered it very clearly. And as this feeling was getting stronger and stronger, it started to like dissolve and a new version of the same memory was coming into my mind. And I got really confused. And I was like, what, which one of these is real? Which one am I misremembering and which one is true? And then the other one disappeared completely and the new one was there. And then I couldn't even remember the other version of it when it was done. And I was like, I just like witnessed my own memories. Actually, you might but be I've never right. witnessed it in you, real time like that. Like you what? might be right because the one on the Palisades might've been the wreck that he survived. Okay. Because this wreck Ooh. was on um, I'm looking at the pictures. Canyon. Yeah, he was in a canyon road and he lost it into a telephone pole. And this, the Sai Baba when he like fell because Sai Baba appeared as he was falling. Yeah, that had to be the first one then that I'm I, I'm thinking about because I remember the first one or remember hearing about the first one. The this second. is definitely he hit a fucking telephone pole. Okay, so huh. he wrapped his car clean right where the cab would be essentially where the driver's seat and the passenger seat would be. He wrapped all of that around the pole. Jeez. So anybody in those two seats were dead. Wow. Nice car too. is a Porsche, I think. Oh yeah. 1950 spider. Yeah. I, th I knew it was I thought interesting. It was Liana's mom, who would have been alive when it happened said it was a motorcycle crash. Weird. Ooh, now we're getting <laughs> really weird shit. That's why I'm like, what's what's all of our native you know timelines what? that we ended up here together too? That's that's a good point. That's you know what I think I remember. No, 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 no. I remember hearing about uh the daredevil, um, evil, evil Knievel. Knievel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one I remember famously dying on a uh, on a motorcycle. James Dean used to ride motorcycles in movies. 
with his lucky strikes rolled up in the sleeve of his t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That's shit. Well, that now I want to. <laughs> I want to find out if there's anything about James Dean yeah, and Ty Baba because it's the Spider Ellsworth, the uh, 1950s Spider uh, Porsche. Um, fu- there's a nice ass car too. It's fucking shame. That's the one really that is. went off the cliff, or the one that he wrapped around. No, that? That's the one he wrapped around okay, the telephone pole. pole. He was doing a good clip because apparently they said his speed was in excess of 100 miles an hour. So he was moving in that little car. I mean, when you hit a telephone pole at 100 miles an hour, folks, you're wrapping. Can only go so fast. I thought he did. No, he looked like he almost senior didn't die. No, no, no. Junior died. Junior died in a motorcycle accident. I wasn't talking about. I didn't say senior. I just said evil, evil Knievel. That's the one I always remember. Junior. Empress BS remembers that James D died in a in a motorcycle crash. Really? Wow. See that? This is look at the trippy shit. We just found a Mandela effect right here because everybody's saying motorcycle. Well, okay. If you remember though, the last time Lindsay was on, we discovered that all of us switched blood types. Oh yeah. In the last few years, to this the same. True. Blood type. Same blood type. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another one of those things where I was looking at it as like a negative, like someone did this to us and we lost something. But then I realized, so you, someone made me think of it as like, no, probably we were saved from whatever mm-hmm. this bio weapon is. Or so. And so what if I found a couple other people too? I found a couple other people too that that's happened to in the last few years that their blood type has changed to be negative. So very specifically, crazy. I anyway I got a serious question though. Yeah. This is serious. What if I'm not addicted to the alcohol, but the alcohol is addicted to me? <laughs> then I'm just a victim. I'm just a victim. It's all good. Then that means that it's a parasite, and you need to get rid of it. Yeah. It's it's feeding off of you. I'm still the victim. <laughs> I'm still the victim here. We I'm just saying. We don't play victims. <laughs> I but just, just in case I there's a question, today I could have gotten away with definitely it. not. Damn, no, just in case there was a question of which Saibaba I put a little link for you guys. You that's there's an older Saibaba that I think is in like the same lineage or something that might be cool too. But this is this is the one that came that day in a golden orb. Is now is this the Indian one? They're all Indian, as far as I know. They're all Hindu. No, there's Indian. Greek, there's also Greek Saibabs, really. Yeah, there's there's six. Yeah, that's the one I I just read about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, his death was pretty epic. Because <laughs> he proclaimed you, it ahead of time, right? Through the screen. Yeah, yeah, he claimed his death according to what I read. It's Wikipedia. I can't trust it because anybody can edit it. Right. But um, yeah, apparently, according to what Wikipedia said in the little five seconds of research I did on it, it says that he proclaimed his death two weeks before the stroke happened. Um, when the stroke happened, um, he told the, he told the doctors prior to them trying to help him. Hold on. Let me get back to it. I got it. God damn it. Uh, When he had all kinds of miracles, like he would make fruit appear on trees that wasn't even in season. And he would would have things appear hands and then just give it to people and it would be like gold chains and watches and that's a, you know. Shruti. That's see I, I have a theory that's not very this is the one I want to accepted but I have a theory that you know Jesus said that the only way to my father is through me right he said the only way to God was through is through Jesus 
but I have that, that honestly, that excludes a whole lot of people. Um, like a lot of people, I actually have a theory that Jesus has come back over and over again in different sects, different religions, like the, essentially the Christ consciousness has come back. Um, and as a prophet or, you know, the savior or whatever in each religion to bring people to God through him in each sect, religion, timeline, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And I also, there's some ways to interpret those exact lines where he seems to be saying that as saying instead, like the only way is the way I'm going, follow me, do what I do, like be like I am, <laughs> that is the way. And I feel like that, I mean, the word Christian means to be Christ-like, right? Mm -hmm. So even the word was like meant to point you in the direction of like, you do this. You don't just sit here and like sit on your ass and be like, yeah, you saved me and I'm good now. Like you try and get better and better and better and closer and closer and closer to your own divinity, which is God. Heaven, source, yeah. whatever. You want. I don't care. So I, I apologize. I was wrong. Let ah. me make sure I. So first, he had a stroke early on in his life. In sixty, in nineteen sixty-three, Sai Bob had a a stroke. He suffered uh, also four heart, severe heart attacks within a couple days, um, which left him paralyzed on one side of his body. The events culminated where he apparently healed himself. And thousands of people gathered at the Pastiri Neelam uh, who were praying for his recovery. Upon recovery, he walked out and waved the arm that he couldn't use the day before, that day in front of everybody, um, and named Prima Saibab as a neighboring state of Karnata. And he said, I am the Sh Shiva Shakita, born in Garada, lineage of the Bahwada, according to the boon uh, won by the stage of the whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So then when he did die, though, um, he he finally did die. He died at 96, and he said that he was going to die at 96. And uh, it's really fucked up what happened. Um, it was about 10 years oh, ago. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He didn't die at 96. He died at 84. Um what fucking happened though? It's really fucked up. Some kid at some market he was sitting at in a metal stool fell over into him and snapped his fucking femur in half. Huh. And uh, he got an infection. Um, and then he was hospitalized. It got worse and worse and worse. And then he died on the 24th of April, uh, age 84. And Sai Bob would later, uh, he was buried on April 27, 2011, estimated 500,000 people gathered in attendance at his burial. Wow. Yeah. Now a mourning place for, I guess, his that, people. That lineage or something. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, he could apparently, whatever happened or didn't happen with James Dean's death, he apparently could just appear random places with people and be there physically suddenly. This is one of the things that the Catholic Church is, uh, considers like a saint, a saintly, or what do they call them? miracle? It's yes. not miracles, something yeah, else. It's a miracle. No, it's a miracle. Oh, okay, a miracle. It's a, saint. it's a. It would be a saint, anointed saint. Yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, so and he can do all sorts of things like that. He could heal people. He could make things appear and disappear and bring fruit to bear and all of this stuff. And millions of people saw him do this right in front of their eyes. And 
I mean, like, I feel like you could make things seem to appear if you're just a really good magician, but I don't think you can make fruit come into a tree in like a moment unless you're like divinely connected, right? I don't know. It's pretty it's the only way that makes sense to me. I mean, the only person that's going to grant that is the guy up there right. and he doesn't do parlor tricks. Right. So if he's doing a parlor trick. We're really fucked because his parlor tricks suck. His last parlor <laughs> trick, he flooded the earth. Remember, it's not a joke. No. <laughs> yeah. The next one's going to bring fire down on us. And apparently we're looking to piss him off to do that. So I'll just play along. I'm just going to sit in the corner and color. <laughs> no, I'm like, not. well, I'm here for the ride, whatever it is. Well, I'm here for the ride. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm already past that point. Now. We're all on the roller coaster. And um, <laughs> like, I keep your arms and legs inside because uh, God's at the end. And yeah, he you, did. You Padre sure Pio. You yeah. Hang and in there. Padre Pio also was anointed for sainthood too. And who was the Pope that turned it down? Hmm. Do you remember... Dem? Yeah. I didn't know he was turned down. Oh yeah. He was rejected. He did a lot of he did a lot of like uh, hiding and um seeming to like try really hard to like toe the line. I almost felt like the church would have rather assassinated him than than honored him as a saint. Like just the well, way he seemed to have to like be really careful. <laughs> well, he did a lot of shit below down south. He did a lot of shit in Mexico, down in Colombia. He was all over Venezuela. He's been uh, he could be a problem for our southern border. He could have been the problem for our southern border. Padre Pio? Yeah, yeah. What kind of shit? He was just always trap he was he wasn't trafficking people, but he was helping people. And it's uh, not about even think about it this way. Some of your best intentions that you've had mm -hmm. have gone lopsided here. Absolutely. The yeah. chickens, for instance. I love the chickens. Well, I love the chickens. No, you're absolutely right. It's not about us. Yep. Our neighbors don't. Yep. Our best willed intentions to take care of ourselves and our neighbors, because mm -hmm. we're going to give them fucking eggs. Yeah, we've given them eggs before. He was just one of those stopping points along the way. And he... Yeah dealt with a lot of refugees, a lot of people that came through him. There's just a lot of good stuff about the guy. The guy's a great yeah. dude. His problem is that he's, it was, it was funny because I heard my boss say today, he was talking to one of his buddies who's being run out of their HOA. It's the reason I don't live in a fucking HOA. Yeah. He's being run out of their HOA and he just bought another piece of, or he's looking at buying another piece of property. Anyway, long story short, he tells me, he's just, he, he said it right in front of me. And I was just sitting there. I'm li listening on a speakerphone. He said, you know, he said, the only reason you're being run out is because you're like a great dude. And I was yeah. thinking about it. I was just like, how many of us have been run out of places just be just because we were doing something different? Not necessarily that it was wrong. We were just doing something different that somebody else didn't agree with. I, I don't know. What's There's the story of my, my last year teaching. <laughs> What's that? I said, that's the story of my last year teaching. What, just in school? In public school? Yeah. They were just trying to run me out because I, oh, I don't know. I wasn't psychotic, basically. It was what it came down to, in my opinion. But whatever they thought they were doing, they did not like what I was doing. <laughs> you know, I it just, I, I, I see people that always, always talk about this shit. They always say, look, look, we've got all sorts of different things that are going on around the world. Know that. Um, oh no, you're talking about, oh, that's a different one. 
All right, forget it. We were talking about two different ones. Padre I forgot. Pio? Yeah, Padre Pio was canonized. Yeah, that one was. Yes, I was thinking about another one. Somebody else spelled it differently above, and I was thinking about a different one. There is a. God bless this thing. I know you hate that mouse. Oh my! This mouse sucks so bad. It really blows. <sighs> um, there was another. There is another one that was below. I, I think his real name is Padre Pio. It's not like this is what is that his canonized name or what's his canonized name? Does anybody know? Don't I know. think his canonized name is Padre Pio. No, maybe is not. It? Maybe that's just what we call him. Now I'm now no, because I'm you normally change your name. You you take a, a more saintly name. Uh, all of them were something different. The only ones that actually kept their original Malachi names Martin. were um the only ones that really kept their original names were the original apostles like St. Peter, St. Paul. Those are all the original apostles. They were the only ones to keep their first names. Everybody else takes on a different name whenever they get canonized. I don't know why it's so, stupid. Probably Malachi Martin was, you were talking about the one that got rejected from yes. the priesthood. Yes. Or from from, from canonization. Yeah. Yes. And it was just, uh, but he was also known as like, I think he was known as a Padre Pio type. And maybe that's why I know him like that. But he was another guy giving aid to all these people moving up and down the, he's been doing it for years and he does it at it. And he's been shot three times now or was shot three times. I think he's dead now by the fucking cartels. Well, I remember one of the, one of our listeners posed the question that what if this mass migration is um, part of God's plan? as we were told would happen in the end days that you'd have a, a mass migration of people going back to their, you know, looking for another land, looking for another place. Um, what if this is that it's an idea? Yeah. What if this is, um, everybody remembers die hard, whatever it was where they were in when Bruce Willis still had his brain. Um, and they were in DC it was the 4th of July Bruce one. Willis his brain. Yeah, because, you know, he's got dementia now and all oh, that shit. Wow. And I just read this long Damn article. This long ass fucking article today that I thought was going to give reveal something special. It didn't. Mm -hmm. But I read this long ass fucking article for I When I got done with it, I was just like, all right, I completely wasted my time doing this. And now I'm just going to work the rest of the day. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to look at my phone. This was a complete fucking waste of time. All it was, was Bruce Willis's wife. Who's like 20 years younger than he is. Bitching. That her kids might not, might now have early dementia because Bruce hasn't pretty much. Wow. Anyway. And how there should be a vaccine for dementia. Oh God. They have one for that. It's the Come job, on. except they yeah, it causes it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. I know you gotta go. It's uh our, our hour with you is up. It just yeah. by, so. Oh, I know. I'm so happy to come hang out again and, and yes. thank you for having I hate me. That tweet. I know. I really appreciate it. We only had her here for an hour. I we could have talked to you for another hour and a half. <laughs> well, I'll be, I know. I'll be on roadways at the end of the month, pimping out uh Freedom Gardens Electroculture. So okay, you do yeah. that. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm gonna be sending out samples to Lindsay and a whole bunch of other people this week, as well as a whole bunch of orders. So, well, I and I, I would be able to stay longer possibly like, but today specifically I do the winning report and it takes yeah. a good amount of setup before I start. So that's my gotcha. show today. Um, totally but, understand. Yeah. Not yeah. a problem. Doing we completely times, understand. I can come back whenever and we could hang out. Longer. Yeah, yeah, no shit. You're, that's you're always welcome. Yeah. Just let us know. You want to come on, just come on. You, fuck. You're more than welcome. Sounds good. Thank you so All much. Right. Well, thank you. Nice to see you guys. Hey, nice to see time, you too. Tell everyone where they can find you because there's a lot more people. Rogue Waves. Yeah. Rogue Waves. It's at 
ways as in pathways, not like ocean waves. On, I'm going to so type it in the link. I'm going to type in a link here. Yeah. Let me uh, post it up there. Post a, a banner. Put I a banner you. up. I got you. I got you. I'll put it in here. Broways.org. Yeah, we're going to set it. We're, we're, we're just going to post you a banner real quick. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Rogueways.org is the best place to go. That's that's where everything is. But the show is on every th everywhere but YouTube. What's really weird is YouTube just like gave me my channel back, but it's not my channel. It has none of my videos, none of my old stuff there, none of my playlists, and it doesn't have the Rogueways name, but it's the same channel. I, it's so weird. I, and they didn't even. <laughs> there's no explanation. There's no way I can find out like why they decided to do this. But suddenly I have a YouTube channel again. So I guess I might start streaming there. Look, just look, get canceled again. Like I don't do. know. look, look, listen to me. <laughs> I just got my Facebook account back. Oh I wow! Just after after three, three years. Wow. <laughs> I was just gone, just deleted. And then one day I got this weird thing that popped up on my Instagram account and said, do Hey, do you know that you have a Facebook account? Mm -hmm. And like, I what? looked at it. I was like, no, you're higher than a kite. And I clicked on this link and it took me to my account. I was like, holy shit. They were still have all content. your stuff. All, all my pictures. pictures. The last post I made on that account was January 7th, 2021. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. I don't have anything. None of my subscribers. And it was removed. Nothing. And it was removed. It's all gone. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I'm there again. But mostly I go through Rockfin for video. I'm on BitChute. I'm on Rumble. I'm on everywhere. And I'm on every podcast platform you could ever have. It is hard to find me. People will search exactly for Rogue Ways and I do not come up and all sorts of other random stuff comes up. But I've found if you put Rogue Ways in quotation marks that it usually will eventually lead you to my show. So you might mm -hmm. subscribe and get unsubscribed hundreds of times because that's that also happens. happened to plenty of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Rumble all no, the time. This happens yeah. in like it, Apple unsubscribes me from your podcast all the time. So It's, it's wild. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. Like that Apple does that for you. such dicks. Anyway, so, all right. They're so kind. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully we can stay connected in some way, but thanks okay. for having me again. Thank you. We love having you on. All right. Appreciate it. Have Thank you much. All right. Fantastic. I always love talking to Lindsay. Rogueways.org. Mm -hmm. She was the one that we talked to right after Justin passed yeah. away. She was like our first interview after Justin passed away. And it was really tough getting through that interview. And well, technically, Dr. Saeed was the very first one. That was like the Tuesday after it happened. Yeah. So, but yeah, Lindsay came on Truespiracy, I think that Sunday. And she really helped us through it. Yeah. Which helped me through it a lot. So, um, so that was, that was great. Anyway. It was good. Yeah. Good Any. stuff. Anywho. Oh, back to the news. Well, damn it. Might as well get into it, babe. I mean, because we've been pushing it off and it's been building up. I hate the news. Hey, you know that, uh, did you guys hear that Hunter Biden was arrested? What? Yep. No. Yep. Report. Hunter Biden's mugshot is being concealed by Joe Biden's Justice Department. Federal reporter uh, authorities reportedly captured Hunter Biden's mugshot in July, but the photo apparently remains concealed due to the Justice Department's policy. No, we don't have two different forms of justice here in America. We only have one system that fucks us and protects them. Absolutely. That's the system we have, and uh, if that's the story you're sticking with, then... That's no. what I'm going with. Here, let's let's see how uh 
Oh, Maria's got to talk about it. Yeah. You know, it is Monday. So no, it's not. It's Tuesday, Tuesday, whatever. So you've already lost a day. So I have Jesus. lost a day. Damn it. This sucks so bad. I know. Tells releasing its list of witnesses for the first Biden impeachment inquiry hearing. That hearing is happening Thursday this week. Here are the witnesses. Forensic accountant Bruce Dubinsky, former assistant attorney general Eileen O'Connor and law professor Jonathan Turley will be the first witnesses at that hearing Thursday. Meanwhile, Miranda Devine reporting that the missing witness in the Biden corruption probe, Gal Luft, who she's written about many times and has interviewed, uh, has, quote, offered new evidence to the House impeachment inquiry about an FBI mole who tipped off Hunter that his Chinese partners had been named in a sealed indictment, indictments back in 2017. Joining me right now is the woman herself, New York Post columnist, Fox News contributor, Miranda Devine. Miranda, always a pleasure to see you. Thanks so much for being here this morning. Pleasure, Maria. Uh, I think this is quite significant, uh, this new information from Gal Luft, who obviously is a fugitive. He's skipped bail in Cyprus uh, when he was being held for uh, extradition to the United States, and he's since been indicted for FARA violations and uh, gun running, which he denies. So to get that out of the way, um, but it doesn't mean that his information isn't spot on and it's checked out so far. This new information that he's offered to the impeachment inquiry is uh, basically giving us a bit more um, input into that WhatsApp message that Hunter Biden sent to shake down his Chinese business partners at that energy company, CEFC, this was in July of 2017, and his laptop pinpoints him as being in Delaware at the time. Uh, and he basically says, if you don't give me the money, I've got my father sitting next to me, and between the two of us, we'll make your life hell. Um, and it's a very strong and insistent WhatsApp message. Well, that very evening, uh, one of Hunter's business partners from CEFC called Patrick Ho got a phone call from Shanghai and was told, drop everything and get out of the United States. They'd had a tip-off from Hunter Biden's FBI mole, alleged, uh, that uh, there were four sealed indictments at the Southern District of New York, which named those Chinese executives from CEFC who were Hunter Biden's business partners. And so the very day that Hunter Biden is threatening uh, and, and saying, well, I, we have to talk about this highly sensitive and confidential matter um, and saying he's sitting next to his father. That very day, within hours, Patrick Ho is told to leave town, leave the country. And in fact, the next day, Patrick Ho gets on a plane for Hong Kong, doesn't come back to the United States for several months. Uh, and then another uh, thing that Gal Luft is uh, disclosing because he talks to Patrick Ho uh, often, who's in Hong Kong, um, is that uh, just uh, in a couple of uh, months after Patrick Ho went to Hong Kong, he gets a, a visit from Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, his uncle, Joe Biden's younger brother. And they ask Patrick Ho to buy them two burner phones and then they tell him, look, the coast is clear. You can come back to the United States. So in a little while, Patrick Ho gets on a plane, comes back to New York and immediately is arrested 
at JFK Airport by the Southern District of New York and charged with bribery and money laundering, which he was later convicted for. Wow. This is just an incredible story. And I don't know what is more outrageous, all the money that the Biden family apparently has taken in, according to the Republicans, uh, or the cover-up that is clearly underway at the Department of Justice. Yeah. We saw the, uh, the attorney general testify just last week in Jim Jordan's Judiciary Committee. And now that committee is expecting to hear testimony from special counsel David Weiss and other key Justice Department officials. Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan told me that on Sunday Morning Futures on Sunday. Here's a bit of that. Watch. We're going to continue to dig. We're going to continue to do our constitutional duty of oversight. And as the speaker announced two weeks ago, we are now in an impeachment inquiry phase of that oversight. So we, we've got a number of witnesses at DOJ we've, we wanted to pose. And David Weiss is committed to come in front of the committee on October 18th. So, Miranda, David Weiss is coming October 18th. Uh, that Merrick Garland uh, interview the other day was laughable. I loved your piece on it. I mean, the fact that he says he could not recollect whether or not he's even spoken about this investigation, the Hunter Biden investigation, yeah. was just beyond. It really was. And also, he just speaks out of both sides of his face. He, on the one hand, says, oh, no, uh, you know, I stand by my previous commitment that uh, David Weiss had complete authority, full authority, ultimate authority. He always changes the adjective. Um, uh, but on the other hand, yes, uh, I agree that um, he couldn't press forward with charges um, unless uh, other U.S. attorneys in Washington, D.C. and California partnered with him. But he then said, oh, no, he wasn't blocked. Uh, it's different being blocked to not being partnered with. I mean, there's no difference, obviously. So it's just, uh, you know, coy semantics. And, um, and also, when it comes to David Weiss, there was that commitment that he would... Uh, go before the Judiciary Committee on October 18. I believe that's now been changed. I think they're now a bit vague. Deb Weiss says, oh, yes, I'll come, but I'm just too busy at the moment. The Department of Justice resources are too stretched uh, for me to make a firm commitment about exactly when. So he's kicked that can down the road somewhat. Yeah. Hmm. That's because he thinks the government's going to be shut down hmm. on October 18th, so he can't travel if... If he commits to showing up in front of Congress on October 18th and the government is shut down, then he'll have to pay for it himself because he'll still be, he'll still have to show up. Mm -hmm. But if the government shut down, subpoenaed, um, then he, well, yeah, but the government would have to make arrangements for him. They would have to do it. Via, well, will they even, because they'll have to, they'll, they'll still they'll be probably there. reschedule. Um, but yeah, no, so. they'll probably reschedule. But that's why I think he's, and you know, he doesn't want to talk to them because also understand what he. If the government shuts down, impeachment inquiry ends. Just letting you know. You think Joe's really fighting for this? Come on. I mean, I, get get serious, folks. It's time to be serious about this. We can't broad stroke it anymore. I, I can't lie to you and tell you that, oh, yeah, your vote matters, because I know it doesn't. It doesn't. But seriously, let's stop broad stroking this. You, you really think Joe's fighting for the government to stay open? Because what happens if the government shuts down? The All impeachment inquiry Joe's goes away. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then their priority is getting the government reopened. Mm -hmm. But so this uh this UAW strike, you know, Joe, Joe went and, and yeah, picketed with no, them I today. Know. I heard. 
Um, I heard. I didn't. The see looks it, but... on their these people's faces. Were well, it's ridiculous like a black too. screen, but let's know, watch this. But so, well, this is Kevin McCarthy. So he okay. he had a, a press conference. Um, he's not about that. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. All right. So what are seems to be some of the major concerns that are still on the table that you need to work with within, uh, with other Republicans in the House? Um, and then if you can, can you also provide a response to the president going out to the auto workers? You've got a big table. Uh, it's interesting to me. The president goes out to the United Auto Workers strike. He created the reason why they're on strike. They're on strike because their jobs are going away. Why? Because this president subsidizes electric cars over everything else. And the Democratic Party starts eliminating all other cars, which is moving their jobs overseas. So now they're picketing. That'd be the last person I'd fight to go picket with me. He's the person causing the problems. Mr. Speaker. I, I, I appreciate McCarthy being honest. He's right. What McCarthy just said there is he's dead on. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the reason the strike's going on right now. I, uh, fuck you, Kevin, because you still haven't done what you said you were going to do, but fuck you, Joe Biden, because you're selling us out. Yeah. And when is enough enough America? When are we going to finally just say, look, it's time to do it. It's if you all are waiting for the perfect time, there's not going to be a perfect time. And listen, you have to do it on prison house rules. I hate to say it that way, but look, like Jessica was talking about before, most revolutions are Lindsay, you mean, or uh, Lindsay was talking about before. Jess, I'm like, who the fuck I'm is sorry. Jessica? There's not even a Jessica in the chat. Yet another I, Lindsay. They're all named Lindsay. Don't you know that? Lindsay. They're know. all Lindsay. Anyway, like Lindsay was talking about before, all most revolutions are corrupted from within. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows ours were was to an extent. Wasn't as bad Benedict as Dick Arnold, anyone. No, that wasn't. No, that was just a traitor. Uh, but the French tried to corrupt our revolution. They tried. Thank God we had enough blue collar people out there in charge of shit saying, no, nah, no, nah, just, just go away. Don't go away, Matt. Just go away. And they went away. Thank God. But if you think about that, if we didn't have those people out there at that time, we'd probably be fucked right now because we'd probably be under French rule because the French turned around and tried to rule us because they thought that they were owed a debt that Benjamin Franklin very clearly put in paperwork. No, nah, no, nah, actually, we don't owe you anything. We're just clearing up everything else that took place before. And yet the French insisted that we did still owe that debt. And then we borrowed more money from them during the civil war. But and that was after then the 11 years. Yes. Lincoln sold us out to the British in order to pay off the debt to the French. French You're just trading correct. one evil leader tyrant for another thousand miles away for another. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Um, but yep. here's here's Joe Biden picketing with these uh, these people. It was very, very funny, actually. President Joe Biden joined the picket line in Michigan today to stand in solidarity with auto workers 12 days after they went on strike. The White House says this is the first time a sitting president has done that in modern times. The high profile trip to the swing state comes a day before former President Donald Trump plans his own visit with automakers. CBS 2 Skylar Henry reports from the White House. 
President Biden stood with striking auto workers on the picket lines in Michigan Tuesday, telling them they saved the auto industry back in 2008. Gave up a lot, and the companies were in trouble. But now they're doing incredibly well. And guess what? You should be doing incredibly well, too. He was joined by United Auto Workers President Sean Fain. Thank you, Mr. President, for coming. The UAW has been on strike against Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis for 12 days now. Among other things, workers are seeking a 36% raise over four years, and they want to extend union protections to workers at 10 electric vehicle battery factories. I'm helping to get these uh, uh, younger generation a good pay. President Biden calls himself the most pro-union president ever. His trip comes one day before former president and 2024 GOP frontrunner Donald Trump is set to speak with auto workers himself in Michigan. President Biden, Mr. Trump, either way, they have a right to come. As the strike expands, the economic impacts are already being felt. Ford announced Monday it would pause work on a $3.5 billion electric vehicle plant in Michigan. And some automotive suppliers in the state are warning that layoffs may soon be necessary. Skyler Henry, CBS News, the White House. So much for getting your free oil changes and all that other shit you get with your cars. Because guess what? If they don't got no workers to do it, you ain't getting it done. I mean, that's already an issue. It used to be when you wanted an oil change at, you know, the Ford down here. Monday through Friday, you could just pull in at any time. Yeah. It was only on the weekends you had to make an appointment. Now you have to make an appointment like three months out. I know because I'm waiting for the freaking appointment for your damn truck. And I'm like, I keep at, and, you know, I've been dealing with the same guy there because we bought both of our cars there and we got the package where we get free oil changes for however long. And I've always dealt with the same guy. And I'm like, Chad, what the fuck? Like, you, you can't get me in. Like, seriously, my engine might blow before then. He's like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, V, but half our staff is gone and the rest are sick. <laughs> and he told me the same thing like, well, no, six months ago when I had to get the oil change done, my truck, he was like, uh, I was like, Chad, what the fuck? And he was like, I, I don't know what to tell you, V, half our staff is sick. Now half our staff is gone and the rest are sick. I don't think Chad took the jab, though, because he's still there and he hasn't gotten sick. <sighs> oh, anyway. So uh, oh, you had a point oh, wait, before. What I, was your point? No, no, no. I, I don't remember. It doesn't okay. matter now. Uh, but a little bit of fandom. Somebody listens to our show and they saw me today. Somebody does? Yeah, I don't. Really? It, there's one person Nobody out there. listens to our show. <laughs> but it was weird because I was with my boss. Oh no. Yeah, but it was outstanding because I got to drop like fucking. Have you ever found yourself in that upper level? Like you're like, somebody comes up to you like all like Uber, like, Hey, can I get your autograph? <laughs> I know who you are. And I was like, we don't That's folks, we don't, we don't, I, I don't go up to Charleston much. And when I do, it's very rare. And I, I don't know who it was. I don't know who the guy was, but hey, 
hats off to you, fella. Appreciate you coming up. And I told you that. I said, I was like, I was like, what are you doing staring at me? Like point you, <laughs> I was eating lunch and the guy kept pointing at me and like, I, okay, let me, let me, let me, let me dispel some bullshit really quick. You do that. I'll load the bowl. Cause it's that time. Cause it's let me tell you, awful, yeah. let me, let me tell you something about this bitch here. All right. Oh, and me? yeah, I'm going to call her a bitch Who, me because when she changes your whole diet, you go oh. out of your way <laughs> to find food yeah. that is not going to upset your stomach. Anything now that I eat that has any GMO or anything, anything even close to not being like fresh, I immediately get sick. And I, I, I just like, my boss is like, Hey, you want to go get, yeah, I want to go get, I want to go eat with you, but I know I can't <laughs> because I know if I eat there, I'm fucked. So I, I went out of my way. I found this restaurant. I was like, you know, there's in America. I, I don't know about the rest of you all. What I have found, what I have personally found in America, there are three restaurants that basically deal with your freshest natural ingredients. Italian restaurants. Because a lot of Italian people love to cook with fresh vegetables. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like to go to Italian restaurants, you're missing out. That's probably some of the best food you'll ever eat. Sure. Um, Japanese restaurants. That's another good one. They love to cook with fresh food. They do not cook with anything else. Mexican restaurants. They always cook with fresh food. How do I know? Part. Mexican. I, I got some Hispanic blood in me. Not real blood, but I just born their blood. Long story short, they're proud people and they love their flag. I get it. They're colorful, colorful people, as we found out from Liana. Long story short, we went to this Mexican joint. I'm sitting in there and there's a bunch of guys at this table. They're all you. you. I saw the work truck when I pulled in. I was like, geez, this could be fun. So just nothing but a bunch of work dudes in a all eating at a Mexican bistro. Not a good deal. Anyway, <coughs> long story short, we walk in, me and my boss walk in the door. We're in there for about five minutes. I had a jacket on because it's pouring fucking rain outside took my hood off and I'm like shaking the water off of me. And this guy sees me and he starts pointing and he starts doing this. He's like, Hey, 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 that guy, that guy. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, I'm like, I like noticed it like big time. It's like right out of the corner of my eyes. Like, Holy shit. My boss is like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck's wrong with you? I was like, dude, just, just go on, order your food. We ordered our food and went, sat down and you know, I, I, Got a Modelo with lunch. Same with my boss. I'm eating. It's on the company. He's dying. Buying, then. Hell Guess yeah, what? Have I'm a getting beer. a Modelo. So I got a Modelo. I'm sitting there and drinking my beer, waiting for my food. And the guy comes up. He goes, dude, I watch your show every night. Cool. I love you and your wife. Welcome. And he's like, can I get your autograph? <laughs> and my boss comes back to the table and he says, can I get your autograph? <laughs> I started laughing. I was like. I mean, okay. Tell you what. How about I buy you a beer? Let's not do an autograph thing. Let me buy you a beer. And he was like, yeah, I went up and I bought him a beer. So you got a beer on me. Hey, hats off to you, fellow. Appreciate it. It was, it was funny because my boss sat there and goes, what the fuck is going on right now? What, the, who the <laughs> fuck is that guy? What the fuck is go? He, his lack of English is just as stunning as mine. He's like, what, how the, who the fuck was that? I was like, Wow. You just used fuck in every way that you can use it. Oh, fun times. It was funny. It was really funny.
But all right. So you remember the first time we met Wix and Gerby in person? Yeah. And like they were so nervous and it was so funny. And, you know, I mean, not funny, funny, but like, like, we're, like, like we're just we're real people, you know, you don't need to go all fandom on us. No, no, we're, no. We're like just, literally we're totally real people. I went and bought now, the dude and, a beer. And now Wix and Gerby come over all the time and they come over and hang out and, you know, like Wix helped me put up the fence and, you know, they when put up they, Gerby's garage door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, now we're we're friends because we're real people. We don't play that bullshit. Um, anyway, <laughs> it was just funny because my boss was like, what the fuck? People actually really do listen to you. Well, I mean, so and I was like, well, you dumbass. You told me to do it. You were part of the, the drive behind it. As I told Lindsay, um, when I was emailing her about the show, um, I said, uh, we drink and we smoke and we cuss while we, watch the news because it's required these days <laughs> most certainly is so that being Walking said out. we're a little late but that's okay because we were early before yeah you want to get hot yes yeah i figured as much if you got it smoke it up it's that time that dude was cool as shit though i was just like man he was so freaked out he's like Wait, you want to do what? I was like, let me buy you a beer. You know that I drink every night. If you watch our show every night, you know that I'm not putting <laughs> Cokes or Dr. Pepper's Liana into my can koozie here. You no all one, know that. No one ever recognizes me, but I hardly ever leave the house. So. <laughs> you know, well, I, he said he recognized me from the war beard. Oh, definitely. So he did recognize the war beard. Definitely. He's like, I would never forget that. Yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I look and exactly he said, the same as I do now because I realized I forgot he I said, even put makeup on before the show. Can you tell? No. He said, well, and then he asked me where I got my t-shirts. And, okay. oh, Zero Foxtrot. Yeah. Guys, I don't make these. I don't come up with these on my own. Go to zerofoxtrot.com. No, I don't have a promo code for them because they don't do that. Yeah. But we've tried. it's a Marine. And the guy that owns the company is a Marine. And he makes all the t-shirts. I love his t-shirts. Uh, one of his t-shirts was our first one. That's why I wanted us. The defiant one. I wanted the defiant one to become, I like wanted them to really get behind us. Just didn't work out that way. Oh, you know what? Someone went on, um, they used the link from the electrofreedom.com and went over to the Patriot Party website and bought a, an Electro Freedom, Freedom Gardens Electroculture hat. Yeah. Because I got merch up there on the Patriot Party side um, that you can link to from electrofreedom.com. That uh, so I've got Freedom Gardens merch up there as well as all the Patriot Party pod merch. So fun stuff, exciting. We got to come up with some new T-shirts. We got to. We're gonna we do. do. We're gonna do a T-shirt show. Okay. Where we take suggestions. Okay. From you all. Yeah. Like shit we've said. Shit you all think that's funny. Something we're gonna you make them on a t-shirt. We're gonna make them t-shirts because you all did it before with Justin, and don't tell me you can't do it because I watched you do it before. Yeah. When we did the Bear Olympics, that was amazing. You know what I'm talking about. If you're you've been a serious listener for a hot minute, you know what the Bear Olympics were about. Liana said. I just thought about having a scotch and apple juice this morning, but I didn't. Do I get good girl points? No. No. What the fuck would you do that for? Yeah, no shit. You get good girl points when you have this the scotch and apple juice in I the mean, morning. You have 
grown children that you have to take care of. Like no shit. Little, you seriously need scotch and apple you juice in the morning. Definitely need you definitely need scotch and apple juice in the morning. I'm amazed you haven't been doing that since the beginning. I was very close to putting a shot of rum in my coffee this morning because I got four hours of sleep, but that's okay. I didn't. I don't get good girl points for that either. I get regret. <laughs> I I did wake you up and make you smoke a bowl this morning. Did I get up and smoke a bowl? Yeah. I did? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, me and you did. No. Yes. I did not get out of bed and smoke Yeah, because a bowl. I had to get up early, so I was up way before you were. I was like out of bed, showered. By the time I woke you up, I was like, hey, you got to get the kid up, and I need shit on my back. But didn't I just go back to bed? I got a bike. No, you actually came outside and spoke to Molly. Fuck me. I don't remember that at all. Wow. <laughs> I was sound asleep. She was probably. I was seriously like, I think. Big Mike is more than a dyke. I think I actually like woke up, like came into my consciousness at about 1045 this morning when I was driving home from Kroger. Because after the good book, I because it had started raining, I was like, okay, well, I'll go to the grocery store now and hopefully the rain will stop. It didn't. I just worked in the rain for a while and then I brought it inside. Um, but uh, yeah, I like I I recognized coming into my consciousness. I was like, oh, I'm awake now at like 1045 this morning. I, I woke up. So I woke I up at driving. I had to go to work early because we were. We were doing stuff elsewhere anyway. I had to go on on that island again. It takes forever to get there. But anyway, we were we were trying to leave earlier this time. So we decided to meet at the shop early this morning. So we did. I I woke up at 530 this morning. I rolled out of bed. And I was like, fuck, because I was up to like almost midnight watching the game. And and then Annie started. Then when I finished, when I came in at two, like I woke the dogs up and Annie freaked out and started like high pitched barking at nothing. Yeah, you're pissed. I, was, I, know. I was so angry. Anyway, so when I finally woke up this morning, I was like, fuck, I got up. I jumped in the shower and got out of the shower. I'm like, man, she hasn't even moved yet. Like, I haven't even heard her alarm yet. What time is it? Because I'm thinking, fuck, like it normally takes me about a good 20 minutes to take a shower. I'm, I'm like sitting there going, damn. What? I was like, oh, shit. Literally, I got done with my shower in about 15 minutes. I'm sitting there going, holy fuck. All right, well, I'll give her a minute, another minute or two because I'll be nice. I'm not going to be a dick at fucking 530 in the morning, wake her ass up. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll let her sleep. I, I've got plenty of time. I'll let her sleep. Nobody's going to be on the road yet. Man, I was fucking wrong. But anyway, um, I let her sleep. I let her sleep and then I woke her up. I woke her up right at 6 a.m. I'm like, hey, you got to get up. She's like, why? I was like, it's 6 o'clock. A, you got to go wake the kid up. B, I need shit on my back. I said, remember, I'm going to work early this morning. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I forgot all about that. She jumped out of bed. She goes, and I, I don't even think you woke the kid up. I did. He no, said, he no. said He said, I need 15 minutes, and I came back, and I put shit on your back, and then I went back to him and woke him up, and then I went back. No, you and didn't. I thought I went back no, to him. No, you didn't go back and wake him up. You went right back to bed after you put shit on my back. <laughs> and then I walked out. I got dressed, and I walked out, and I realized I didn't hear the shower running. I'm like... <laughs> Something's wrong here. I oh. walked in there and now we're we're talking. We're at like 625. It's going on. We leave for school at like 645. 6 almost 630. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, oh shit. I'm like, dude, bed. get the fuck out of bed. And he looks at me, he goes, What? I was like, get the fuck out of bed. And he goes, Why? I was just like, 
Your mother already came in here and woke you up. So like, oh, I told you I needed 50 minutes. I was like, I'm not fucking around. It's almost 630 in the morning. He goes, oh, shit. And I was like, get the fuck out of bed. And so he gets in the shower, hauls ass. He gets dressed and comes out. And we had already smoked by that point. Okay. And Edward, I was not late to the good book. I have you know that I started the show at exactly 8.30. Just because I set it up at 8.27 doesn't mean I was late. See? <laughs> See what I'm talking about, folks? <laughs> My daughter. Oh, t-shirt idea, BSS. My daughter has sex dreams about Tech Punch now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what's the best? I get these slut trolls on Instagram. Um, you know, sending me because of my my picture on Instagram, my name is just Patriot Party Podcast. Like I run that account on Instagram. I also have that electric culture over there at Freedom Gardens Electric Culture, but um Patriot Party Podcast, and they generally assume it's a guy on the other end. And so they always send me these slut pictures and then I threaten them. And I'm like Stay away from my husband, you hussy. <laughs> no, my favorites oh, are the great. the ones you threaten anyway. The ones that you actually threaten, like hey, you well, know, the ones I threaten with you. So, yeah. Okay, I made the mistake when I started back up on Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in forever. I made my account public, right? Because I figured it was a podcast, right? I made my account public, and I put put up the picture of me in Jamaica in sunglasses with a big floppy hat. And I had people like calling me constantly, calling me on messenger, fucking constantly, constantly hit me up. I finally, I put out a post and I was like, I'm happily married. Don't even try. I won't be responsible for my sniper husband's actions. You know, and I kind of went down the line from there. I put a note on the Instagram. Do not call me. I will block you. And um, yeah, they still, so finally I changed my profile picture to you and me making out in bathing suits in Jamaica. And um, yes, they've, pretty much stopped now but then i changed i had to change my prof, my profile over to friends and not public so um sorry what is with people like and then they get all pissed off because i don't answer them i don't fucking know you why would i answer a random call from uh, india at two o'clock in the morning and then you get all pissed off because I, hey, are you there? Are you going to talk to me? No, I'm not going to fucking talk to you. I don't fucking know you. No. Get the fuck out of my Instagram. Get the fuck out of my Facebook. Get the fuck out of my messenger. I don't fucking know you. And don't get all pissed off because I don't answer you. I don't answer to you. Fuck you. Anyway, people are stupid. Rant on. No, Seriously. Continue. No, continue. It's I true. no, I think I think everybody agrees. I I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I don't understand. So, for instance, this morning I'm sitting there. We're we're getting to we're getting on this ferry, and I'm reading this article on Breitbart about these three black teenagers that killed a white teenager in somewhere in Chicago. Um, last year, they were just found not guilty in their court case. Yeah. For what reason? Uh, I, I don't know. It was in the case. It had something to do with the details in the case. I couldn't tell you. All I can tell you is that these three teens that beat the shit out of this white kid killed him. 
um, were found not guilty. Were those the kids that attacked that guy in the in the parking lot outside the basketball game? Or something like that, or some kind of sports game. Yeah, it was some. And they beat the related. shit out yeah, of them. Yeah, they killed them. Yeah, and they killed them. They, they killed literally them. They beat them the to skull. death. They stomped the skull on a bit. Video. Yes, yeah, yeah. They had the video. Yeah, they have video evidence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it went viral. Everybody saw it. They they were found not guilty. Yeah, for reason of skin pigmentation. I have no idea, but I just know that they were found not guilty, and okay. I can just tell you this. I mean, when you've got that going on in the world, folks. Um, I, I don't know, man, I, I the, immediately, I don't know why, but when I read the headline immediately, my mind snapped to his mother and I'm just thinking about what she's going through right now. Her son that was savagely attacked and beaten to death. No accountability. No is dead and the three guys that did it just got out which means they can't be tried again for it because there's a thing called double jeopardy yeah you can't try try the same person for the same crime twice if you fail the first time i, I mean this has got to be a this is a this is worse than a kick in the nuts this is a straight fucking sledgehammer from the, like the bowels of hell to the fucking jaw of God. I mean, that, that just can't, it can't be right on any level. There's, there's no way that our, our society has degraded to this infinitesimal Really? You think Sect there's no way that our society is degraded to that? I I I, uh, I want a whole hope out. There's you know hope. there's not. No, there's not. There's gotta be. There's Why? gotta be something. I, I can't believe there's nothing. There's no way that he'd still provide me hope. Yeah, there is hope. The meek shall inherit the earth. There'll be plenty of us left. I just, I can't believe that we've fallen off that far, you know, man it's will just, survive, but humanity will not. I, I mean, I guess we're there, but fire rain is coming. I'm not allowed to make Soon. that decision. That's above my pay grade. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm here reporting what I see. And this is just getting ridiculous. I know. Well, here you said, you mentioned that, um, I, I pulled this clip with you in mind actually uh you mentioned that whenever you eat outside the house you get sick yeah well if i've got to watch what you I have eat. to be careful i have to be very careful you yes. want to know why yeah here's why well that's on you it sounds know. like a you problem it is a me problem here check this out y'all this craziness i mean not really but the mango and it looks fake it feels fake like i'm beyond pissed and this is like, look at this. This is GMO. I'm going to give it a big no. Like, Exactly. And this is why I say none of you are vegetarians. None of you are vegans. None of you are eating real food. And I'm going to show it to you here. Now, look, this is an organic pear. But on the pear, you see the label, right? You see these labels they put on it. It says trust. Well, can we really trust it? Now, if you look at the number there, if you can see it on the live, can you see it? All right. 
If you look at the number there, it's designated by a 9, an 8, or a 4. If it's a 4, it's pesticides, right? So it's conventionally raised, which means it's on a regular farm. There's no real regulation. They can do whatever they need to do to grow that fruit or vegetable for you. If it's an 8 designated in front of that, on that number, on the sticker, it means it's genetically modified, okay? Which means that it's been altered in some way, shape, or form, either at the genetic level or through the use of pesticides and chemicals to cause an alteration later on down the line once you consume it. GMO is going out the window, so you, you will no longer see GMO on your foods anymore. The new term you need to look for is bioengineered. So when you go to your store today or tomorrow, whenever you go back to the store, look at all the food products, look at the back, and you're going to see bioengineered. You won't see GMO anymore. It's another trick to trick you out of your health. Then the next designation is organic. And for a long time, we thought organic was safe. Organic is no longer safe. This pair here is designated as organic because it has a nine on the sticker. So this is the designation. I'm going to tell you why organic is no longer safe and why you and I are truckitarians. We're no longer eating real food. In 1996, a chemical was produced called MCP. MCP. And it stands for methylcyclopropene. Write this down. Methylcyclopropene. And methylcyclopropene is a petrochemical. It's a petrochemical that is used to preserve the shelf life of your fruits and your vegetables. In 1996 was when it was founded and patented. But in 2002, the Environmental Protection Agency decided, and the FDA, to put this into our food supply. So, this MCP under a technology called SmartFresh is used to preserve the shelf life of your fruits and vegetables as long as two to three years. Hear me, two to three years, which means the fruits and the vegetables that you are consuming can be as old as three years. Do you understand? And you notice if you pay attention to the fruits that you've been consuming, they just don't seem to decompose. What's the problem with MCP under this technology called SmartFresh? The problem is, is when you infuse fruits and vegetables and our food supply with blockers, that block microorganisms like bacteria, fungi, and other organisms, you cause a serious problem in the human body. Because when you consume these fruits and vegetables that have been chemicalized with these blockers, they also block the natural microorganisms that are in your colon, which means they block your probiotics, which are very important for your immune system. They block other organisms within your colon that help you digest your food and therefore set you up on the path for disease. These are very, very dangerous because it triggers an immune response when you consume it. The problem is, is that we haven't been told that they were using this MCP into our food supply. If you are a vegetarian or vegan or a carnivore, please know that the organic foods that you have been eating for the last 20 years are not real foods, they are synthetics. And that is why I always harp on this channel to grow your own food. I'm not saying that to be trendy. I'm really saying that because you can really go nowhere else to get your food anymore but your own backyard, minus the chemtrails and the other crap that they're spraying. But at least you have a chance. With these foods, 
It is destroying your complete endocrine system. It destroys your complete sensory system, and it shuts down your natural gut microbiome and your probiotics. This is a serious problem that has to be dealt with. So what's the reason for all this? I told you, all treasures are buried. We have to dig for them. Why are they using this MCP on our food supply? Why are they trying to downregulate? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to pause this, but I got to. Because I want to talk about what he just talked about. Okay, and we have, we're going to have to drop pilled because we're getting close. Josh has to set up his show here in a second. All right, so first of all, the shit he was just talking about, the probiotics. Folks, what have you seen the biggest thing in weightlifting going on right now? Everybody's all about probiotics. Oh, it's been a, why? Been a craze for what, why? five years now. Why is everybody about probiotics? Why? Because they realized they're not getting them naturally anymore. That is like point blank evidence. That's the reason. That's probably the biggest reason I get sick going to eat at these restaurants yep. that don't serve you real shit. All you got to do is remove yourself from it. Trust me. Hey, guys, you know how you always want to go out? You always want to go out and drink with the guys, go out to restaurants, do shit like that. You want to stay home? Watch this. Change how you eat. Mm -hmm. Tell you what, you'll never want to be home more in your whole entire life than around mealtime. Because tell you what, right around lunchtime, I pray to God that I forget that there's lunch just so I can keep working, just so I don't eat because I don't want to eat because I know what happens if I'm going to eat. Mm -hmm. It's going to be some bullshit. Something that doesn't agree with me. And by the time I make it home, she's got to deal with it. Oh, yeah. And that's never pretty. It really isn't. Hey, we got to drop the Red Pill Project because Josh is coming up next. His, next, his show starts in about uh, just, un yeah, just under 15 minutes. No, like oh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah. Right. We'll get out 12 minutes. So, drop it, drop Red it, Pill Project. Peace. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow Normal night, time. 545. So, later. See y'all. Peace. All right, moving on. All right, so. But uh, think about this, this probiotics thing. This is huge. That's that's a big deal. I, I agree with them. I think that there's something to this. I definitely think there's something to this. I believe. Yeah. The probiotics, he's <laughs> just saying. Wow. All right, just letting Ben Snow drop the stream. All right, so let me. Continue. Let him keep going here. Regulate our probiotics in our gut. Because when you downregulate probiotics in the gut, you affect something very, very important. You disrupt the pineal gland. You disrupt the pineal gland. When you disrupt the pineal gland, now you're causing serious damage. Because you're not only affecting the organism's ability to heal, but you're affecting the organism's ability to produce melatonin. And melatonin is a critical byproduct, a critical factor for overall health and immunity. This is what they're trying to get at. Calcify the pineal gland, destroy the entire system and your sensory perception. The pineal gland functions as your sensory perception. If your sensory perception is off, you won't be able to see or anticipate other attacks against the human body. Let's get into it.
Damn. That's that is a great point. Do you know what you know what else calcifies your pineal gland? The jab uh fluoride. 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 Uh, fluoride. Any Fluoride's of the toothpaste really you're yep. using. You know yeah. what? You know what decalcifies your pineal gland? Weed. Weed. Yeah. So grow your own food. There's still a uh Wow, that's actually a great standby. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. You just made a great point. Mm -hmm. Everybody asks, wait a minute, Mick, you didn't start smoking weed till about a year, year or two ago. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. Year and a half ago. It would have been March of 22. Yeah. You've been talking to the guy up there for how long? Mm -hmm. Your whole life? Yeah. Well, I mean, September of 21 was the first time he came to me. So it was before the weed. Oh, yeah. Before Way we switched before. to fluoride free. Yeah, no, that's, Way that before. doesn't have anything so to do with that. That is a uh, kind of a. That doesn't have anything to do with that. Exactly. It's anything that has more to do with your traumatic brain injury than anything else, because I think they have more access. What, they put a chip in my hand? No, like literally your your brain has been broken and, and serious trauma. Yeah. Uh. Cracked. Head injuries. Cracked. Yes, exactly. Cracked. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that seems to be the the one commonality that everybody that has reached out to me that's like you all had traumatic brain injuries. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe we're all seeing the same shit. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're just all seeing the same shit and y'all seeing nothing. That could be too. But anyway, um, there are a couple more uh, 24 inch red coats available, compliments of our friends overseas. So go to electrofreedom.com, use the promo code Wolfpack, you get 20% off. I want to say there's like four or five left now of the 24 inch. It's not even on the website, it's a special deal. One of our good, awesome listeners overseas uh, paid it forward. Um, and cause the we, wolf packs everywhere. Yeah. We, we made a deal. He asked me to, uh, to give it to our, you know, our, some of our best listeners. So he and I talked about it. And so, uh, yeah, use promo code Wolfpack at electrofreedom.com. Um, I mean, you can buy a single $2 antenna and basically you just pay the shipping and you get 20% off of that, um, off of the $2 antenna and then, uh, use promo code Wolfpack and you get the 24 inch antenna for free. So, yep. Dang. Pretty yeah. good deal. Yeah. So give it a shot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the best thing you can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Try it yourself. Grow your own food. <laughs> yeah. These are like magic wands for your plants. Seriously, people. Like you you go on if you go on the website, there's um like if you scroll down, um, there's a couple like videos embedded in there. There's one where you can see where I put uh one antenna. I coffee plants. They're the exact, I got them at the same time. They all came from the same plant. They're all the same size. I put these two in same size pots. I put an antenna in one. I didn't put it in the other. And it, I mean, the one with the antenna is like three or four times the size of the one without. They've had the same water. They've had, I mean, they're, you know, they're in the same area. So they've had all the same, everything, the same sunlight, the same everything. And the one with the antenna is significantly hugely, larger. I mean, bigger. So it really, really makes a difference. It grows so much faster. 
Um, and your food is nutritious because you don't have to use chemicals. You don't have to use pesticides. You don't have to use glyphosate or any of that shit. Grow your own food. Grow your own food. Also learn about the stuff you use. Think about it. We, uh, my father, my father-in-law has done it forever. She's doing it now. We're saving our coffee grounds. You can reuse shit mm -hmm. that you use every day out in your gardens, out in your yard. For instance, I'm going to take this new coffee bounty that we have and I, I got some drains. I got to put it in. I've got some areas around drains. I've got to put it in. I've got areas around my deck. I've got to put it on because it keeps ants out. Ants hate coffee. They don't like it at all. Ooh, that, yeah. well, then I should plant a tree over by the, uh, the okra. They fucking hate yeah. coffee. I have a ton of coffee trees, so I should plant one over by the okra. Even after Mick mowed down like six of them, I still have like a dozen more. So good. Well then yeah. plant one over there because they hate coffee. They cool. cannot stand coffee. Whatever their thing is with coffee, they do not touch it. Oh, uh, you know that, that I think the caffeine kills them actually, okay. but I don't know. Good. Well, good. That's good to know. So anyway, grow just, your own food, coffee. I'm telling you, you, you sprinkle the coffee grounds around the, your yard. You can rid yourself of ants. Mm -hmm. Just an idea. Anyway, Anyway, all right. We have to get out of here though, because we're gonna go make dinner. Yes. Yeah. So till then, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, she'll be back tomorrow morning. 8 30. Mm -hmm. Good book. Yep. 905 is Which Leanna's show. We didn't really talk about that today. What do you mean? About what I read this morning. But that's okay because honestly, I wasn't really I read it and I vaguely remember it. I'll have to go back and, and relook at it because I was kind of asleep. <laughs> Did she make sense? I, I mean, I was just reading. So, yeah. Did she make sense? Yeah. Any sense at all? Yes. Just as long as she made sense. No, I was reading. Or it was fine. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. I'm um, not going to stay up till two o'clock this morning. I'm definitely going to bed by like 11 or 12. No, you're going to go to bed at like 1030. Okay. I've got boxes to put up so I can bring them to the post office tomorrow. So the first right. like five orders are going up tomorrow. So. All right. Well, yeah. then you better. I got to wrap a couple antennas and then, yeah. Do you have to wrap them? Or do you already have them wrapped? No, no, no. I have to wrap them. Everything else is done. The wrapping doesn't take very long. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So she'll be back tomorrow, 830. 905 is Leanna's show. Check it out. Uh, she's on Pilled and Rumble, Leanna Wilbert show. And then we'll be back tomorrow night, 545 pre show, 6 p.m. regular show. Uh, till then, for the Mick and VLIN, have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Can't depend on your ways, cause you'll be over.
irritator. I'm talking growing tomatoes. Yeah. Feeding the worms I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart. I stand on what I say. What I and my say. second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't Fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. 